This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by David McDonald. Uh, David, no messing around this week, no time wasting. We wouldn't want to take over. Sorry, let me just check uh, our own show. So we're going to get straight on and discuss wrestling Dontaku after one or two warm-up questions, which should take no longer than approximately twenty minutes, perfect. give or take. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds perfect. Are we, are we, am I getting feedback that there are people that are? Uh, giving suggestions to to our show to uh, help improve is that is that the feedback I'm getting? Yeah, and I I love receiving constructive uh, feedback like that. I take take it all under account. Keep it coming. Really? Because I don't. Because I, I, it's my fucking show. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because because the way I see it is, it's like me and you do this, and if you don't like it, don't listen. And if you do like it, great. Um, or fast forward. You got three options. So. Nah. I've got a better. If you don't like it, uh, download the show, put it onto a USB drive, and insert that up your anus. Mm, that's even better. I like that one. I like flush your. Take your phone and flush it down the toilet. That's what I like. That's what I like. Or my, my yeah, no, we, ah, we're we're starting off. We're starting off negative and mean. We have a good show. We have a, we have a, we have a two good shows. Oh, we got we, positivity. We got to be positive because then yeah. you get way more followers and listeners that way. If you never complain about anything, is that what it is? Is that the, is that the key the, the key to success? Hmm. All right. All right. Then let's do it. Let's let's let, let's try and be positive. The entire show. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> I say... I'll give it about two minutes. Me too. Me too, because I'm in a miserable fucking mood as it is. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let, you know, let's go. No, you know what? Let's just do a fucking show. Let's just do what we do best. Right? There's a reason. Look, there's a reason why we're number one. There's a reason why we get thousands of downloads every single week. There's a reason. Why? Because we speak from the heart. And we do what the fuck we want to do. Well, we really don't give a shit. I mean, I'm at the end of the day, this is the worst opening to the podcast we've ever done. We're literally taking a torch. And that's saying something. And that's saying something. We're, like, we're just like, fuck it. Don't listen. We don't give a shit. Turn it off. I don't... <laughs> that's not what we want. We're just... I think we're both in a little bit of a fucking little mood today, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Let's, let's go. What are the warm-up questions? Uh, this from uh, Liam on the Discord, who says, what is a city you've wanted to live in? But it's obviously, Damien, this question nothing to do with wrestling. Um, what is a city you've wanted to live in, but never had the chance to? Uh, must be outside the US, because Damon is from there. Must be outside the UK, because Joel is from there. And must be outside Japan, because we'll obviously say Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you go first. Okay. So I never lived anywhere outside of the United States. In fact, I've never lived anywhere outside of... Maybe a twenty mile radius. My my entire life. I don't think that's a bad thing. Now I've been to a lot of places, but there is something to be said about where you're from and where you're you, like there there is something at least to me there is. So that that's a good question. 
we've put our house up for sale a couple times, maybe twice, and we both were like, ah, we can't do this. We don't want to do this. Because I really feel like geographically, I live in a place where it's so convenient for me, especially with the sports stuff. Like I live 10 minutes away from the arenas, yet I live in fucking suburbia. You know what I mean? Like there's the, the comforts of suburbia and suburban life. And then there's, you know, the comforts of being 10 minutes away from a, a major city. Um, but to answer the question, outside of the United States, probably Canada somewhere. So uh, I love Toronto. I love being there. Every time I'm there, I have a great time. I love the city. Um, cold as fuck, but still. Um, major sports. Major sports is a big consideration for me. Like, you got to have all four major sports. And if you don't, we got problems. Now, Toronto doesn't have a football team, but I don't give a fuck about, like, American football. They have a big uh, MLS following, though. They really do. So maybe I could do that. So I would say either Vancouver. Vancouver, I was there once. Beautiful. Um, that's not very exotic, though, is it, Joel? Um, but I would say if, if, if I had to, it would be Toronto or Vancouver. I... Well, my history, I've lived in London most of my life. I spent four years living in Brighton, two years living in Bangkok, and now it's my third year living in Xiamen in China. Uh, I do love Bangkok, but I've already lived there, so I would move back there if I could, but Mali's not keen. Despite it being Thai, she's not interested in going back, surprisingly. She said it's uh, too dangerous. Uh, I liked Seoul a lot. I could see myself living there because the food was great. Um, I quite enjoyed the lifestyle there. I really like Wellington in New Zealand, and yeah, I could see some point in the future, maybe when I'm a bit older, living there because there's not a great deal to do there, but it's like quite a nice, chilled out place. People are friendly. Most of my family there at the moment. Um, on the topic, Damon, I've just looked up the top five cities from the Quality of Living Index. Okay. Do you want to hear what they are? I do. Or do you want to guess what? Well, they are? I'll guess a couple. Can I guess a couple? I'll guess a couple. Quality yeah, of living. Yeah, a few names out there. Uh, none of them are any of them in the United States. These are all uh, outside the United States, correct? Correct. All right. Number one, quality of life. I bet you like Sydney's on there. I, I tell you what, Melbourne, I would definitely put high on the list too of cities. I would loved it there. Like it's really come my kind of fucking town. Good vibe. Sydney's tenth. Sydney's 10th? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Melbourne's 16th. 16th. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Joint 16th with Toronto. They're both, you know what? They both have a very f- similar vibe to me. That, does, that doesn't surprise me. Okay. Huh. I have no idea. Um, I'd be guessing all day. Give me, give me the top three. Top three. I'm going to give you top five. Five, Vancouver, as you mentioned. Vancouver's earlier. beautiful. Four, Munich. Munich, Germany. Three, Auckland. Auckland, New Zealand, home of Tony Gurria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, two is Zurich, Switzerland. Okay. Number one, it's a bit of a surprise, Vienna, Austria. Oh, Vienna. Ba, 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 ba. It's topped the rankings for the seventh consecutive time. Vienna. I got to be honest. I don't hear many people clamoring saying, oh, can't wait to get back to Vienna. Have you ever heard anybody say that? Can't wait to get back to Vienna. Wait. Maybe we should move to Vienna, and we'd be happier. You think so? I mean, I'm op- I'm open for suggestions. <laughs> um, like, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's like beautiful. I'm sure the architecture is unbelievable. Um, I don't know. I, here's the here's the problem. Aside from like the arts, which I'm kind of like, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a Neanderthal when it comes to that. Like I, a lot of stuff just doesn't hit the mark for me. Like, what do you do there? Like, what's what do you do for fun in Vienna? Like, there's no... Uh, all our listeners in Vienna, please get in touch with us. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let us know what you do for fun, far from yeah. listening to this great podcast. Right. Uh, I mean, what do you do What do you do in Vienna? I mean, like I said, I'm sh- it's, here's a, it's, it's very romanticized in literature and in song and in specifically Ultravox songs. Um, but, like, I don't, like, I never hear anybody... I guess if you go there, you love it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you do. Like I'm pretty. Let's I get find bored out, very David. Because I'm looking at the the timer on this show, and we're under nine minutes, so we need at least ten more minutes of nonsense before we can start talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Good point. So Good let's point. Uh, crack open TripAdvisor for right. <laughs> the top fifteen <laughs> things to do with the end. Yeah, that's who we got. Doing this award-winning travel podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm envious of those people, those jerk-offs that get to do that. Like they get to travel around. But then, let me ask you this. Do you get travel anxiety? Oh, massively. Do yeah. you? Okay. All right. I'm not yeah, it just stresses me out. Uh, I'm, the, the journeys in particular, like, until I'm actually sat on the plane, then I get wor- worried about you know missing it and being late. Because I've had bad experiences before. I've had an, uh, especially living in China where flights are always delayed because of the military. Uh, quite often you end up missing connecting flights. <laughs> Ended up stuck in Shanghai for 24 hours, which oh. was massive pain in the arse so i i do get anxiety with travel and i think it's uh it is rooted in something tangible it's not just me being paranoid yeah i i think so too i mean what do they, what do they always say the worst part about travel is traveling <laughs> you know the actual travel you know the, the, you know you know what i mean traveling oh, fuck me you know what to try i'm trying to say i can't even say it i do a podcast i can't put two fucking well, words that's together. what i'm Usually, Mally is the person who arranges all this stuff. She'll sort out, you know, the stuff like how we're going to get from the airport to the hotel, and uh, you know what kind of travel tickets we need to buy, and all that stuff. But she's not going with me to Osaka this time, so I'm by myself. So it, <laughs> if I actually make it to Osaka Joe Hall in time, then uh, that'll be a minor miracle. Are you like Kota Obushi? Do you? Uh... Uh, not that bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get lost, actually. But uh, this will be my first time attempting it without the wife. So ah. uh, fingers crossed, everyone. Yeah, let's, yeah, really. So this is your first time going to Japan solo. Correct. Yeah. Wow. I did it. How many times did I do it? Three times? Four times? No, more than five, six times. Yeah, I mean every time except one. The first time. First time I went. Wow. All right, you're a big boy now. You can do it. I, I, I know you can do it. I know you can do I'll it. i tell you what's, what's uh, comforting for me is that I will be staying in the same hotel as WH Park, so ah. he can look after me. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. You're not the kind of guy that's going to get into nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get all rip-roaring drunk and start fights and, you know, go trolling, you know, looking for fucking love hotels and shit. Like, that's, that's not your style. Um, at, least, at least from what I know. <laughs> Next thing I know. I read in the Observer, podcast Super JCAT's co-host Joel Abraham was caught arrested with twelve kilos of coke. <laughs> Fucking what? Be like, I need what about me. WH? Is he involved in this too? WH is uh, WH seems like a guy who 
Maybe not. Like he, I think he flirts with the nonsense. Like he, he, he. I think he knows more than what he leads on. I don't think he'd necessarily like. Like I think it. Like I like I think if you're a couple beers and a, a little bit of of of, of uh, pressing, I bet you W H Park would be like I I know a place right. I, he seems like he seems like he would be that kind of guy, and that's a good thing. I don't mean that as a bad thing. Like he, but he would know, like yeah, okay, all right, all right, you want nonsense? All right, let's go here. I th- I feel like he would be that he would be that kind of guy. I think so. I could be dead wrong, but uh, let's find out. <laughs> Let me know. Yes, I, I totally intend to find out. There'll be a few people. Uh, Jojo Remy will be there. Uh, Alan Four L. Ah, who yeah. I don't know personally, but is a, a well-known name in the industry of. Uh, People who talk about wrestling on Twitter, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> famous, famous in the Twitter sphere. Who I've talking about wrestling? I don't. What's he? Who does he write for? He does some wrestling stuff, doesn't he? Uh, everybody does. Who doesn't? You know. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> Seriously, I went. I was scrolling through something. I don't even know how he fucking stumbled across it. But like, I'm like, ev- there is, there is not a, there is not a. A genre or a period of time where somebody doesn't have a podcast covering that in you know, pro wrestling. It's like there are I can't. How many podcasts can there possibly be? Jesus Christ! I, and I got news for you. Half of you stink. <laughs> Half of you. Stink. <laughs> I mean, you are boring as fuck. God Almighty! I don't give a shit. Our podcast is shit, and we still get about six thousand of you idiots listening right, to it. So, right. and, and your podcast, because if you're listening, you've probably got a podcast. Right. Your podcast is worse than this. Right, it is. Just let that sink in for a moment. Right, it's worse than this, guaranteed. Guaranteed. And this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing this? We're, we're, somebody's somebody gave us two hand grenades, and we've just pulled the pins. <laughs> like fuck. Uh, let's knock it on the head, Dave. Why are we doing this? Let's just let's just stop. I want, yeah, I want to go to bed. You want to get I've, I've had a, a lovely day. Right. You know, I've been to a new shopping centre. Mally cooked me a, a wonderful Spanish omelette. And then I've got to get on this fucking nonsense and talk to you about New Japan Press, which I don't even like. I don't even no? watch it. Someone else writes notes for me <laughs> and they hand them and say, Joel, read this, say this. I don't know what it is. Fucking fake wrestling. You nerds. It's fake. <laughs> Why are you watching this? They don't even speak English. Why you don't even understand what they're saying? God, I, I'm, I'm from an acting agency. Damon picked me out because he liked my voice. He, he heard my my show reel, and he, here we are. I saw a picture of Joel online. And I was like, eh, that guy's kind of cute. I mean, maybe I can maybe I can chat it up with. Him. <laughs> Why not? And, and forgot that it was a podcast, so right. <laughs> of no value whatsoever. Right. Uh, I wonder how many people have have just xed out. Have just been like, uh, you know what? Who cares? All right. What do you say? What do you say? We'll, we'll cut it short. Or, you, or do you have one more question? We got one more question. Right? I, I did have one. I've oh, got one yeah. more nonsense question. Right, let's do one more nonsense Only 15 question. minutes. We've got to go another five. That's true. At least 20 minutes of silliness before we start the wrestling talk. Right. Uh, now, this is a question that you've already answered on the Discord, so you're not allowed to answer it because... Uh, if you want to hear Damon's answer, you have to join the Discord. Uh, Tiny Pink Mouse says, I've been wondering for a while since Damon's mentioned having to put his foot down on account of too many cats. So how many cats are too many in one home? Now, um, me and the wife have been going through 
a thing. I'm going to leave it ambiguous like that. Damon knows Ooh. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first time the thing went wrong, uh, Mali bought Gati, our second cat. Uh, without asking me, she just sort of sneaked off <laughs> and uh, bought the cat while I, I was drinking a cup of tea. I wasn't paying attention. So she says if the thing that we are doing goes wrong again, she's going to get another cat, which I'm a bit scared of because I think two cats is okay. Because at the moment there's a, a, a like a fun vibe in our house because Scampy's big and fat and he, he sort of lies around on the sofa and Gatti's very playful. She'll just sort of ambush him, jump on him. They'll wrestle together, bite each other, hit each other in the face. And it's it's really entertaining for me. But adding a third cat into the mix, I mean, it's like wrestling, isn't it? it singles match is great. Triple threat matches, uh-uh, miss me with that shit, as the kids would say. Yeah, Yeah, it's a slippery slope, dude. It is. Um, I mean, I think it's great that we both have people in our lives that have a, um, a, a soft spot for animals and uh, they're very, you know, passionate about it and they care about it and, and they want to give them good homes. And, I, and I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. <sighs> Joe, at one point, I had a fuck ton. <laughs> I mean, I had a lot. More than five. More than five. To me, that's a lot. Because I grew up with none. I grew up with zilch, zero, none. Um, and while in some cases that can give you some joy, in a lot of cases it doesn't. For me, anyway. Like, it was just too much. And I, and I, and I never like the end result. And you have to go through the end result five times. And it's just like, ugh. I don't fucking like doing this. So um, I, I'm 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 kind of over it. We have one now. We have, we have one now from where we were, and it's just like um, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Like I'm I can't. That's that's kind of why, like I have a foot that's been put down because I don't want to see people go through the heartache of having to go through that. And again, it brings joy. I get all that. Blah 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 blah. I don't, I don't, I just don't like, I don't like heartache. <laughs> and, and that's, and that's a big one. And, you know, that's, that's why, that's why I don't, don't like it. It's just, a, it's just a gray cloud that hovers when the time comes. And I just fucking hate it. And now, Do you remember we're, and about now we went two from, minutes ago we, where I said you're not allowed to answer the yeah, question. I did anyway. I'm sorry. For this reason as well. <laughs> now, if this podcast hadn't started off any worse, right, now, now you it's a great dragged it right down. We went from we're going through a lot of stages of uh, we went from like I don't give a shit to angry to now depressed. Where else can we go with this? This might be our worst show ever. <laughs> right, right. I, I can see a lot of bits from this making the uh, the show real. Oh uh, yeah. Wasn't that <laughs> was great? That I did for five episodes and then got bored, and I will probably never continue. Really. Um, I like. So I tell you what, I've got. I have a, a two-month summer holiday coming up, so I'll probably be able to work through it then. Because there's some really great moments that I, I would like to get on there. The debut of Noah's penis—that's a yeah. personal highlight for me. That's a good one. Um, so I like it because I I just want to put together a show on the on the like I feel. There's an obligation that I have, and it might be complete madness, but there's an obligation that I have to do a show every week. Like, I really feel like that's important, and I really want to. 
But there are times where you like it's just scheduling is tough. And and trust me, the Monday morning shows I fucking hate because like I got to be working. I'm trying to do two things at once, and I don't feel like I give full attention to one thing. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of all over the place. Um, so I like the Sundays. That's what we're doing now today, Sundays. But even so, Sunday, this is you know, quite honestly, horrific. <laughs> It's uh, not getting any better, is it? What? No, it's not. It's 20 minutes in, and I feel like, oh, my God. This might be the worst thing we've ever recorded. But I will say this. Um, we, I like the, I like our little sounder that we did, the little, uh, little, little thing that we did before on the last show. And I told Dan to put the yours, because you did one, too. Um, yeah. But he didn't put it at the end. But maybe we put it, Ooh, maybe, okay. maybe we put we, it at the end of yeah. this one. Yeah. Or, yeah, let's put it at the end of this one. Okay. Or in the beginning. If, if you remember. Or maybe one. you've already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I, the one that you made, uh, I sent that to Mally. And then she sent it to one of our colleagues. She was like, oh, listen to this. It's it's from Joel's podcast. So I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't what? send that to people oh. I work with. Oh, my you... God. No. So I have to, so, uh, I have to go to a, a, a corporate event. And that my... Uh, wife puts on for the company like she's in hr so she does she just had to she plans these things and it's at six flags that they're having it and she just got a new boss maybe about six months ago and the guy apparently is like one of these guys that likes to know what everybody does and you know what what they do for fun and blah 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 blah. and somehow our podcast got mentioned and he listens to our show and I'm like, will you tell him? Please? Rot row. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, please tell him not to listen. Like, he, you don't want. The, why would you want that? Like, like you are a professional human being. You know, with a, you have this persona of a, a, an air of professionalism. Why would you want your boss, who is a level above you in that professionalism, to hear us talking about Jeff Cobb's penis? Oh, by the way, my wife loved the. Um, uh, meat and two veg. She fucking cracks up every time she heard it. Meat and two veg. She f- she would fucking roll on the ground. That's all I care about. I just want to make people very laugh. popular British saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, recommended this to your boss. That's just career suicide. I mean, Mally uh, mentioned the podcast to uh, a lady who she works with, who happens to be married to the headmaster of my school. So he caught wind that I was doing a podcast, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was just terrified. Yeah, the off chance that he actually listens to it. Tell oh him. my god! Can you imagine? Tell him it's called Wilfred Watt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even worse. Oh, I'll really? get fired on the spot. Right, right, right. Well, you know. what, what would be a respectable podcast for me to pass off as my own? Um, Post wrestling. Post wrestling might be a good one, right? Maybe Meltzer. Maybe maybe you can be you can be uh, Dave or, or Brian Alvarez. You can shuffle papers for twenty minutes. Um. Yeah, let me get my notes. Have I got the job? <laughs> You're in. Hired. Hired. All right, Joel. Talk. Talk to me about New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> and then you what? You sneak off to what? Take a bath or watch a movie or something? <laughs> right. Right. Um. That might be a good one. That might be a good one. I was going to say the voice is flagship, but after. They do that. Oh too. man, yeah, man alive! Did you hear the opening of the flagship this week? I heard about it. I didn't hear it. Like, give me, give me the, give me the, give me the uh, t- 
too long, didn't listen yet version. What, what, was, the, what was the story here? Uh, in-depth discussion about pubic hair. Wow. Okay. Are you, are you good, pro? Good content. Are, are you pro pubic hair or uh, uh, what, what you feel? Is this, is this on the female or the male? Because here's the thing. Uh, both. Both were both? discussed. <sighs> All right. I, I do uh, seasonal grooming. So I'll take care of it like uh, spring, summer, fall, winter. I'll 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 give it a nice nice uh, maintenance, nice little uh, nice little uh, trim the hedges, if you will. Short back and sides. Yep. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> um, on a female, do you, do you like a little bit, or do you, are you are you a hardwood floor kind of guy? Well, on a lady, yeah. Uh yeah I I like uh, a bit you like a bit like what's a bit but not like a big bush is that what you're... no not a bit. <laughs> okay, I feel like we're really stepping on the flagship's toes here I know we are we are we are we are we are we just give it just sum it up just give, I just want, I just want your your take on it uh it just it kept under control I I don't want it like completely do you like smooth, a triangle weird. Uh, no. Strip? A little strip? No, no, not that much. Okay. What, like, what do you, what do you, you want? Then, they, then it's stubbly and... Yeah. I like it done. I like it all, I like it all gone. I like, I like a, I like a clean, I like, I like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a clean sheet of ice. That's what I like. I like a freshly Zambonied <laughs> sheet of ice is what I like. <laughs> Smooth surface. Yep. The puck just glides along. That's what I want. I want no rivets, no divots. I want just a smooth ride. That's what I want. Now, here we go. Now the podcast back on track. Now we're back on track. Really? You like a little bit? I don't like a little bit. I don't, I don't like, a, I don't know. I don't really like a lot of it at all, actually. Nah. I just think it's pointless. What's the point of it? That's another thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why do we have it? It's stupid. Like, why do we have it at this point? Like, what does it do? What is its purpose? Like, I can tell you that my ankle is there because it connects to my foot and helps me bend and pivot. Okay, great. It helps me walk. Like, what's the purpose of pubic? Like, is it protecting me from something? Like, what the fuck is it doing? It's just there. They did they, Again, they discussed this all on the Oh, did they really? And they did, yeah. You need to listen to I it. Do. Because, I do. I think I need to chime yeah. in, too. Maybe they can, maybe I can, I would do a guest spot if they, if, and just leave right after the pubic hair talk. I would be more than content with that. All right. Voices of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like picking. You'll be like, ah, oh, I got on the back of my wall. Stuck in there. All right, uh, this is disgusting. Why? Listen, we'll just put this fucking. Okay, pubic hair exists for a reason. I've just googled it. Okay, providing cushion against friction that can cause skin abrasion and injury. From where? Protection from bacteria. Wait, 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 so okay, we're protecting. So capital abrasions. FM Kenya. If you're listening, you probably are a big fan base in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Get in touch. Again, I don't know what you're banging against it for abrasions. And here's the thing: pubic hair ain't gonna protect you from shit. What is it gonna protect you from? Oh, I tell you what, they started the trend. Um, stiff chair shots. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Kawada kicks. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing. Like I, I really feel like Joe and Rich. Are going to start a trend. All wrestling podcasts should talk at least five minutes this week about pubic hair. That that should be 
should be like a a a a, 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 a standard for all pro wrestling podcasts this week. Five minutes of pubic hair talk. I think everybody should get in. We are now at 27 minutes. 27. Yeah, this is good. No, yeah. I'm happy about this. this yeah, me is too. Now I kind of just want to keep going. 30. Yeah, now I just, I literally would, just, I don't care. Two hours were. <laughs> That's what they want. That's what we're going to do. Let's do an Okada Omega of uh, podcast nonsense. Yeah, yeah. We're just, we're going to go. Yeah, we, we're starting slow. We're, we're grabbing some headlocks. We're grabbing some arm bars. But wait till we really fucking kick it up a couple, a couple of V triggers. Rainmaker kickouts. This shows. I feel we might have peaked too early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nah, nah, me? Fuck no. We'll talk about ass yeah, eating in you, an hour you got two. Left. <laughs> wait, wait till we fucking wait. Wait till that second gear kicks in. You kids ain't seen no, nothing yet. Oh yeah, I, you and that that taxi ride on the way to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> what, what was that? I don't even know what was that. What, what did I do? When you were asking the driver for... Uh, oh, bad uh, stories, yeah. <laughs> Saucy stories, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you're like, okay, so let's set the scene. You're driving the taxi and you got two girls in the backseat of your car. <laughs> right. Uh, I paid it. You know how much that fucking lift was? Because I said, because I had that gift card and it wasn't getting used. I was like, fuck it. Uh, so we got this nice big, uh, it was a nice comfy SUV, right? It was a big, big... You know, one of those big Lincoln things, right? Uh, guess how much that fucking cost? Take a guess. And it was from the hotel. Uh, $30. From, <laughs> um, it was from the Hilton to Madison Square Garden. So for those of you that were in New York, I have, have been to, in New York. like So like 52nd Street to like 30-something Street. Um, 30? No. 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 You want me to keep guessing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 70? 65. Okay. 65 bucks. That's a fuckload of money, mate. It was a, but it was a gift card. It was a gift. It was, a, it, it was like, it was, it's like, I don't know. It's not like real money at that point. You know what I mean? If it's on the gift card, it's not real money, right? You could be frivolous and be, and it wasn't getting used. You know what I mean? Like, like we were taking the subways everywhere and, you know, and a lot of stuff was, it was no big deal. That, that was no big deal. That was, I felt like I wanted to treat us. Plus, I was really drunk. <laughs> I was like, there was no way I could go any other way except a big, nice, comfy car. So, no, that's fine. I don't care about that. And, but how about the guy no-selling us on the way back? So we went to, um, where do we go? To that fucking bar um, where I put bleach oh, in my Chelsea asshole. Bell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I got one on the way back, too. And that guy, I tried to pull the same gimmick with that guy, and he was no-selling me the whole way. He's like, no, I am not talking about this. I was like, all right, go fuck your mother. Christ. It's got to be annoying, though. Four o'clock in the morning, a bunch of drunks driving them all around. Eh. Oh, well. What are you going to do? All right, 31 minutes. (laughs) 31 minutes. All right, there we go. Um, Okay, let's talk some wrestling then. Uh, Aspir from the Discord says Japanese fan magazine is doing fan votes for top wrestlers and these are the current results so do they shock you at all so we've got number one uh, by some distance Tetsuya Naito 2,300 odd votes uh, Okada's number two 1,600 Ibushi also 1,600 uh, Tanahashi 1,500 Hiromu 800 Sanada 800 Omega 600 Nakamura 400 Shingo's around 400 and Liger uh, 400 as well so um yeah, anything jumping out of you there? I mean, do we? I mean, it's a, you know, I guess it would be the the 
Japanese equivalent to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, right? Or you know, The Wrestler, right. or all those magazines back in the day. Um, and we know how legitimate those those things were, the Aptor magazines, as they called them, um, when it came to votes and shit like that, and even cover stories and how, you know, and even, you know, Japanese wrestling magazines, there's always stories about how, again, cahoots is not the word I'm looking for, but, you know, they, they work together with promotions to kind of talk about storylines and who's going to get the cover and who's not and how much is it going to cost me to get a cover of, you know, this shit, you know, all kinds of shit like that. Actually, there's a video online where they were talking about the Dome Show that the magazine the, the magazine uh, had an anniversary and they had the big Dome Show there. And talking about the matches and the promotions involved and who was going to be involved and who wasn't going to be involved. Somewhere on YouTube I saw. Pretty good, pretty interesting. Um, so again, first thing first, how legitimate are those numbers? Um, I mean, they're all... The thing about it is, is that aside from... Shinsuke, uh, I mean, you're looking at all New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? There's not, there's no one else. Uh, Kenny, uh, okay, but that's on the back of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Let's be honest. Okay, um, but there's no All Japan. There's no, uh, you know, and there's no other promotions. There's yeah, seven. where's Kento? Is he in the list? Did you read the? the he's not on the list. Yeah, it's it? Kento. He's not in the top ten. Right, right. Um, that's a surprise. Naito being like nearly double, well, not nearly double, but like quite uh, a way in front. I mean, people say that he's cooled off, that he hasn't had much to do, he's not getting pushed properly, blah, 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 but still tremendously popular. Yeah. I mean, double, double that of Okada. Yeah, I don't think anybody, I mean, I think the people who complain the most about Naito are Western audience, people that are accustomed to pro wrestling being a certain way and... You know, and they, you know, you're trying to be a backseat booker, backseat booker. Sound like Aerosmith there, didn't it? Um, I'm looking at this list: Naito, Okada, Ibushi, Tanahashi, and Hiromu. Top five. Mm, I mean, it makes sense. I, truth be told, the name that really kind of sticks out at number ten is Liger. You know what I mean? Like Liger. Multi-man tag. Was that you voting that 454 was me. times? That was me. Under my alias. Um, I, again, the one thing that just kind of... it's it's Again, we want to make sure that these are legitimate votes. You know? So again, we have to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. But all New Japan people. Not, not a single person that's on that list is outside of the uh, New Japan fandom world so, huh. so uh, Noah finds the Kiyomiya experiment has failed yep yep I mean look Noah's gotta be disappointed all Japan's gotta be disappointed big Japan's gotta be all disappointed. those people who keep telling me DDT's brilliant where the fuck are your boys yeah huh? where are they at nowhere to be found yeah huh yeah that's a good point alright where the fuck are they <laughs> huh huh <sighs> I do you like the DDT? Nope. No. I've tried. I've really tried. Every time they're like, oh, you've got to watch this match. This is four and a half star match. I pull it on and I... <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't get it. I try to. I tried. It's just it's just not for me, man. Again, I, I just don't like goofiness in my pro wrestling. And and 
every once in a while, DDT main events will hit the mark, and I'll be like, whoa, shit, that was that was a really good match. Um, but nothing that I'm like, oh, let me go back and watch that again. Like, I don't think I've ever rewatched a DDT match in my entire life. I've watched it once, okay, where I can honestly say I've watched countless matches twice for All Japan, countless matches twice for New Japan, countless matches, not, well, maybe not countless, but I've watched Big Japan matches a few times. Like you know, a single match a few times. Um, DDT just it just it's look. But here's the thing. Uh, once again, I don't want to hear it from you in the sense of uh, you can like whatever you want. Like I'm glad I'm so, I'm thrilled that there's something out there that people can enjoy uh, that connects with them and they're willing to spend money on and and knock your knock your pants off. Go go for it. Love it. Glad that there's something Which is different. what that guy Dino does. He he will literally knock your pants off. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I mean, look, it's just not. It's just it's just not for me, it's, and that's that's quite all right, right? That that's okay. And if it's for you, awesome. Knock your knock yourself out. Uh, I love it. All right, let's get into this. Don Taku Hamakatsu presents Wrestling Don Taku 2019, uh, and I'm looking at the wrong page here. Okay, here we are. Friday, May the third in the Fukuoka Convention Center. Attendance uh, was 4,011 compared to last year's 4,066, which, if you'll recall, was a doubleheader with Cody versus Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega against Hangman Page in front of a really dead crowd. <laughs> so, um, good numbers yeah. for a, a, a show that's headlined by Junior Title and a guy who's a part-timer in Dragon Lee and co-main event Taichi Jeff Cobb is it fair to say that Taichi is as big a star as uh, Kenny Omega based on these numbers <laughs> don't you wish don't you see now I'm going to ask you a question now now I'm going to now I got to I got to ask you love the Taichi right you love him you he's, he's is he in your top 10 favorite pro wrestlers right now but you don't like the DDT. What are you saying that he is DDT adjacent? I'm saying that the the similarities are there, and I'm saying that it's like saying that you like, uh, you know, I'm going to give you. A, a, I like heavy metal music, but I don't like Motley Crue. Right? It's like what? So are you telling me that Taichi with his Toshiaka Kawada, you know, Kings Roads? inspired stiff kicks and hard-hitting pile drivers is on the same level as you as fucking inflatable giant pandas attacking each other. No, but but I will say this, and again, I'm, this is coming from someone who's really not the, the, the brightest bulb when it comes to DDT. It does seem like they do, to their credit, incorporate a lot of different styles and a lot of different um, uh, wrestling methodology for lack of a better term um in their shows it's not all straight guys shoving other guys in people's asses right <laughs> <laughs> right i mean it's not all that because if it was I'd, I'd be right there uh you know what i mean like it's 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 more than that like like for, i'll give you an example i sat through a live ddt show cork and hall the only time i've ever done it and, f like, the undercard was 
silliness and it was just kind of like okay and people were having a good time and i felt like just like a miserable fucking prick because like i'm just like okay i wasted money on this i could be somewhere else uh and then there was a tag match with uh um who was in it um i forget i couldn't tell you but it was really good and then uh the main event was hiroshima hiroshima Hiroshima, Hiroshima. and uh <laughs> yeah, what's his name you know Harashima. 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 Harashima? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's in all capital letters. It? Harashima! Oh, I have to shout it. it. My bad. And uh, Kota Ibushi. And that was fucking great. It was fucking great. Um, so, again, there are... So, who's the DDT fan here then, Damon? Not me. Because, again, I okay. th- so I tried to ride that momentum... And I was like, okay, maybe this is for me. Maybe this is something that I could fucking sink my teeth into. Maybe I, you know, it's just sitting through shit. Here's the thing. Like, even back in the day, you know, I would sit and watch, you know, Crockett, like NWA, right? And, of course, there was shit that I loved. Midnight's, Tully and Arn, Horseman stuff. Even stuff with Dusty was fine. Um, I mean, it was interesting, you know, entertaining. Uh, Magnum and Nikita, you know, that kind of shit. And I, I dug Road Warriors, that kind of fucking shit. But then, you know, you had to sit through fucking Lasertron or fucking uh, Jimmy Valiant or, uh, you know, Ronnie Garvin dressed in drag. You know what I mean? Like, it's just stuff you're just like, ah, what the fuck is this? Um, and it's just not for me, right? So um, that was my thought process. Could I, is this, is this literally what, you know, I just I just got to sit through the stuff that I don't like, and get to the stuff that I do like. It just never happened. The stuff that I liked never never came about again. And I'm just like, why am I watching this? It was just like, oh, fuck. All right, but that that that's my question. I think like isn't Tai Chi cut from the same cloth as as a lot of the DDT stuff? The 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 pomp and the circumstance of of Tai Chi isn't that closer to DDT than it is say Enochism? I don't know. You, I, I'm not. I don't watch DDT <laughs> regularly, so I can't answer that question. I don't know why you're asking me this. It's a fucking New Japan podcast. Mm. All, right. All right. Do you think it went four? You missed your opportunity, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I think it was four. Uh, Lancer thinks it was four. Yeah. Well, you also. He we'll also, get onto that. He also likes pubic we'll hair. So what do I? <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't listen to it, mate. So you save your your snake rating for me. Let's go through the card. Okay. Uh, first match was uh, Ren Narita, Shota Umino, Tomaki Homa beating Yuya Uemura, Yota Suji and Toa Hinare. Narita pinning Uemura after 10 minutes with a front suplex hold. Uh, what do you think they're waiting for with Narita and Umino? Why have these boys not been sent on the excursion yet? Do you think they're just waiting for the next class to emerge because they don't want to be left with only two young lines? Possibly. Um... Because they both look ready to me. Yeah. yeah, You're going to think I'm just, you know, kidding or out of my mind or joking. I wouldn't be surprised if it's visa issues too. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean, they could go to Mexico, like, like immediately. Um, And that's usually the first stop. But it might be a problem there if they're looking to bring them into the States. Um, I I don't think it's... I don't really think that they think for their young lions that there's going to be a shortcoming of young lions on the show 
in, in the undercard. I think that when they feel they are ready to go or that logistically they're able to go, they send them, right? Um, I really don't think it's a matter of, oh, we only have, you know, we're going to lose quality in the opening six-man tag with the Young Lions. I don't think, I, I, I truly don't think that that is a, a, if it is a consideration, it's not a huge consideration. Um, I, I think it's more of, okay, is there a place to go? The logistics of getting them there, having them stay. And I don't think, I know it's part of the deal, right? I know it's part of being a young lion. And I know it's part of the growth process of being a New Japan pro wrestler. I'm, I'm sure that there's got to be some element of, okay, when do you want to go? Right? Are you are you squared away? You know, to go to Mexico for six months and stay away from your family for six months to a year. You, you you're ready for that. You're comfortable with that. And again, I know that in their mind they kind of know that's part of the deal, and eventually that will happen. But I'm sure there's got to be some kind of logistic. Like what what happens if one of their moms are are a little sick or a little under the weather? Or uh, under the weather, <laughs> like they have a cold. But you know, maybe something you know serious that they got to tend to. Or I don't know, some something. I don't know. I don't know what that what that would look like, or what that is, or what that means, or what would keep them there, and what wouldn't. But I would. I'm sure that there's something um, where they have a say in the matter. Uh, so those things, I think, are the more pressing issues as a, than a, than oh. Our opening tag match is going to be a little bit shittier than it normally would. Hmm. Plenty huh. to think about now. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what to say to that. It's a, it was a good point. Well made. Uh, Thank you. I I still think part of it is maybe they didn't. <laughs> What's need wrong? What are you doing, the guys? There. Are you watching? Are you watching football right now? <laughs> oh no! Now <laughs> you've mentioned it, there are some big games on at the moment. Let's check what's going on. Arsenal have still got a chance. As a very, very slim chance yeah. of uh, making fourth place. So let's see what's going on. Uh, let's talk about the second match then, which was uh, that sweet spot for you, where team Suzuki Green team, Takamichi Noku, El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Minoru Suzuki beat Ryusuke Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Yoshihashi. Takamichi Noku, of all people, pinning Tiger Mask after the Michinoku driver. Nine minutes, 57 seconds. Takamichi Noku picking up a big win here, Damon. How about it? Right? Who's it? Uh, he's in uh, Best of the Super Juniors, isn't he? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Which made me think. Well, obviously they're trying to you know, give him a bit of bit of momentum. All yeah, all important momentum going into Best of the Super Juniors, and maybe he and Tiger Moss would be in the same block. Possibly. Here, here's something interesting I found what, out. Yoshinobu Kanemaru's T-shirt is in the top ten selling merchandise in the NJPW shop. Really. Wow, I mean, is it an is it an, is it an exciting looking T shirt? Because we know pro wrestling T shirts by and large stink. I mean, is it a, is it a, is it a nice design? Like, is it something that people would want to wear? 
not like I don't know. I'm, just, I'm looking at his profile here, and it's there's he's got one that says Heal Master, so I don't know if it's that one or if there's another. I, I don't know what the t-shirt looks like, David. I haven't done the research. Oh no, I wasn't expecting you, you to be asking me about what the t-shirt looks like. So I'm you could have made it up. NJBW you could have made it up. Nobody's gonna look. Uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> massive uh, penis. It's a picture of a penis. <laughs> That's a terrible design. My goodness. Uh, well, who is buying that? Like, what would make anyone buy that? Oh, are we sure? Are we sure that? First of all, what is the time span for? Um, like, is it like one day and I, like his birthday, and everybody decided to buy his T-shirt? I, you know, like we've had good days of sales of T-shirts. Not recently, being that I just got a uh, what? How much did I get? Joel? Do you want to? Do you want to disclose the, the figure, the financial figure of our Prosling Tees T-shirts? <laughs> what did I say? You about like eight dollars or something? Yes, eight dollars and forty something cents. And I texted you back. I was like. Eight dollars and forty. He goes, and then you, you, you then explained it to me. Yes, that was our T-shirt sales. I was like, I had to send you the screenshot of what I got paid yeah. by Pressing Tees, just, just on the off chance that you thought I was withholding tons of money from you. <laughs> like uh, eight dollars. Like, like the money that we got back, we couldn't even buy a T-shirt for ourselves. <laughs> That, uh, the, the design with the crisp, the hot takes one, yeah. paid a hundred dollars for that. You know how many we sold? How many? T- one, really? Yeah, right. bad investment. Bad investment, but um, you never know with those things, right? You never know. What what, what has it been our biggest seller? Do you know? Probably the logo, right? Logos, uh, been, yeah, I think it was the logo. Logo's pretty good. Strong Zero is the second, I think, right? And then it's our faces. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised our faces weren't last. To be honest with you, like who would who would do that? Nice faces, David. I mean, I, 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 I and well, here's Tap, Tap made us look nice. Yeah, that's a good logo, though. I, I, I really, I think they did a, a, an outstanding job with that. Um, absolutely love that logo. I, I still am blown away. I look at that picture longingly. <laughs> of that dude in uh, in our shirt it's fucking hilarious at Madison Square Garden Floyd Floyd yeah, Floyd. yeah. I should remember that name it's, not, it's an odd name not an odd name but just a different name you know how many people do you know named Floyd there should be more more people called Floyd I like yeah. that name me, me too kinda Floyd is a fucking badass kind of name my name is Floyd McDonald eh, it doesn't really ring you need a, you need a short last name Floyd Bannister. <laughs> he was a pitcher for like the Minnesota Twins. Floyd Bannister, was it? Yeah. Uh, maybe. No, did he play basketball? Did Floyd Bannister play basketball? Look it up for me. Just type in Floyd Bannister. I think it was baseball. Are you typing, Joel? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's baseball. Is it baseball? Minnesota Twins or Detroit Tigers? Uh, we have Come on, guys! You would rather do anything apart than talk about this fucking wrestling show. I don't know what it is. I, uh, uh, I mean, Houston Astros, Seattle Mariners, ah, Chicago White Sox, okay. Kansas City Royals, Yakult Swallows. Yeah, you go. What's Yakult Swallows? Oh, they're Tokyo. Oh, the, in, the, in that's Japan. A, yeah, it's a Tokyo Yakult team. Swallows. Yeah, the Swallows. <laughs> that sounds like a joke name team. <laughs> they are. They're kind. Right, so you know how the, New York has the Yankees and the Mets. So and the Giants are, um, you know, play at the Tokyo Dome, and the Swallows play in Tokyo, but they're kind of like the Mets of 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 Tokyo. 
Um, you know, they'll, they don't get as much respect. Yeah. I have, I, I, Joel, I'm looking at a baseball cap right now from that team. I, have, I, I personally own a Swallows because <laughs> what a great name. Um, Swallows baseball cap. Yes, I do. All right, Floyd Bannister. Cool. There right. you get, get, back a, get a big shout out. Show. Come on. All right. All right. All right. Uh, third match, we got Will Ospreay, Toriano, Toki Makabe defeating Hikoleo, Tamatonga, and Tangaloa. Ospreay pinning Hikoleo after the Oz Cutter. I think Hikoleo looked really good in this match, and I think he has looked better throughout the course of this tour. What do you think? Has he stood out to you at all? No, he hasn't. Um, and I saw a lot of that talk of how improved he is and how he's going to be a star in the future and how all he has to do is fill out... I would go that far. I well, mean, I mean, I, I saw... He's it. going to be a star in the future. Uh, I thought he just looked a bit better. I thought he looked a bit smoother, a bit crisper. I liked his swinging net breaker. Uh, he didn't look as clunky and awkward as he has done in recent weeks. I had... I, I mean, again, I'm not sitting there scrolling down a timeline looking for Hikaleo... Uh, you know mentions, but I saw the, all the you know the wrestling tweeter Twitter tweeting twatters, um, tweeting. <laughs> I'm using verbs. I, I, um, talking about him, and you hear it on the comment. And again, commentary, schmomentary, because it's their job to put over people, so they're going to tell you whatever the fuck they want to tell you. Um, it's you know. People that you respect and you listen to and you talk about pro wrestling, they're all saying it, and I'm and I'm thinking like, what the fuck am I missing? I don't I don't see that yet in this guy. So improvement, okay, great. You, you, know, you can only go up from here, right? But you know, we're talking people saying that he's going to be the future of this business, and I'm just just I don't know if I'm ready to make that claim yet. Uh, I agree with you there. Uh, let's talk about Tamatonga for a bit because he's asked to be taken off the G1 so we can concentrate on being a tag specialist. Uh, Cody Wrestling 21 says, thoughts on Tamatonga apparently saying he wants to be out of the G1. Uh, who do you think could replace him? Do you think he's not out. That... Okay, because I was going to say maybe he's been told that he's out and he's just trying to get ahead of it. I mean, maybe, but no. I, I mean, no. There's no rhyme or reason for him not to be in. And no, he's in. I would because guess what he's doing? He's lying down to people, and because you need that in G one, and he's going to be one of those people that do that. You know, middle of the road, lower middle of the road point totals, because that's we need people for that. Now he might say, "Look, he is." Without question, my favorite pro wrestler outside of the ring. <laughs> outside of the ring, I think he's the fucking greatest. It's inside the ring that I could deal without, right? At this point, outside the ring, on the Twitter, on the you know he he's, uh, he's, he's he brings it. It's it's inside the ring. So no, I I think it's all bullshit. He'll be in G one. I can't imagine him not be. Okay, fourth match was Shoyo and Kota Ibushi versus Shingo Takagi, Bushi and Tetsuya Naito. Ibushi pinning Bushi uh, in 11 minutes after the Kamigoye. Again, this is a match we've seen a lot on this tour. 
it was really good. I don't really have anything groundbreaking to say about it. Some nice uh, Shingo versus Ibushi exchanges. So hopefully that's a singles match we see uh, sometime in the future. But we've seen a lot of this before. It was good before. It was good again this time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, cool. Wanna... Let's yeah. move on then. Yeah, that's not... uh, yeah. why bullshit. Yeah. Alright, uh, fifth match then was Mikey Nichols, Juice Robinson and Hiroki Goto defeating Chase Owens, Bad Luck Farley and Jay White. Juice Robinson pinning Chase Owens in 11 minutes after the Pulp Friction. And we got a vignette for a mystery challenger for Juice Robinson who hmm. would appear at the best of the Super Juniors final. Um, I th- let's let's call it with the knives. Whoever's in charge of these videos. Yeah. Uh, we've got a question. Uh, RBX2000 said, do we need to increase policing numbers to combat the rising knife crime in AJPW. Uh, here's what I want. I want stop and search powers for policeman Leica to g- get to the heart of this. You know? Now we're talking. I'm, I'm terrified now that we're, we're going to end up with a Bruce Brody situation. Oh! Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, I hope not. My God. It's Here's the thing. It's... The, the video. I mean... I mean can we, we can talk about who we believe it is, right? Yeah, Galactivus. Who do you believe Juice's mystery yeah. challenge will be? Because I can tell you, I, I'm Chris Brooks. I'm pretty certain it's Chris Brooks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We've and got it, a mountain of evidence here. Uh, Liam on the Discord did some detective work with one of Chris Brooks's T-shirt in a very similar style to something that was in this video. Uh, we had the Aussie Open guys ribbing him about his choice of clothing on Twitter. Uh, Brooks himself, quote, retweeted a comment from a fan saying, the burning question in Brit rest, is Chris Brooks likely to own stonewashed jeans and a pair of cowboy boots? And Brooks's comment was, what a fashion faux pas, which I think he deleted that later. The LA Lions match uh, that he was involved in was uploaded the same day. We've got Jonathan Gresham there. Other people have suggested maybe it's Tomoyuki Oka returning from excursion, uh, or maybe it's British wrestling legend Lord Robbie Cobbleston, but uh, it's Chris Brooks. It's Chris Brooks. Um, the aesthetic, as the kids like to say, they say that, right? Don't they say that? Um, seems very El Fantasmagnetic, right? It's that whole. No. It, you don't think no, so? No, he's like a sort of like a you know dubstep raver, isn't he? And this was more like a sort of biker, pardass, you know, American undertaker american badass <laughs> thing <laughs> you know you know that awful thing that he did in the early 2000s i certainly do i, I sure do um and that uh, to be fair that aesthetic is not chris brooks either but it's chris brooks okay it seems a little bit a little bit more punk rocky than than dance rocky i wasn't i don't know if i was getting punk rock vibes there okay well i, I was I, getting a more sort of hell's angel really vibe. with with the neon and everything and the and the kind of Blade Runner effects going on in the video. I don't know. Are we talking about the same video here? The yeah, guy he's in the bar, the bar. He's like carving up the bar. He's scratching the hourglass yeah. into it, and then he smashes the bottle. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I get the different vibe. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to vibe. I, maybe I don't have a vibe at all. <laughs> I wouldn't know a vibe if it batted me over the fucking head. Chris Brooks, everyone. What are people saying about Chris Brooks? I like Chris Brooks. I know people can't yeah. get over the fact that he's a, a thin guy, right? He's not he's not beefy heavyweight guy. But I like him. I think he's good. 
yeah, it, it'll do fine. I know it's not a name that is getting people excited, but would you, there's not much to choose from, is there? I mean, yeah, I mean, seriously, right now on the indies, or, you know, whatever you consider the indies, you know you know what I mean. Pickings are, th- pickings are, are, are uh, a little slim, aren't they? Everybody gets cherry-picking, uh, and everybody's getting signed on all these different promotions. Not a lot to choose from. Um, I like them. I don't have a problem at all. And I'll go so far as to say that I'm actually a little bit exciting, excited for uh, Brooks and Juice. I think that's going to be a really fine matchup, actually. Digging it. Emilio says, shouldn't we get the new guys we already have over before debuting yet another guy? They're not over. That's the problem. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, are we, t- are we going back to Mikey Nichols here because, yeah, he's yeah, no, not good. There, I mean, look, we, we say it all the time. Not everybody can can be in the top spots, and not everybody can have a program going on at the same time, and they do a good job of keeping people a little bit warm to, to, to warm up. The, but, that, but beyond that, it goes to the point of there are certain people that they – want in certain positions and there are certain people that they feel like they can make money off of trust me if they thought they could make money off of people they would they would warm up that person i I truly believe that um now again it is pro wrestling and pro wrestling is very weird kids it's fucking weird in fact i'll go so far as to say it might be you know those little little quirky things that you have at your workplace where it's like oh why did betty get that promotion over me or, oh, I guess, oh, that makes sense because they, they're friends from school. Oh, okay, great. Oh, why did that person get into school when, oh, it's because their dad has money. Okay, I get it. Okay. Well, there's that, those little annoyances in life that happen all the fucking time. Magnify that by 752,373. Exact, that exact number, because that is the exact pro wrestling number that nonsense gets magnified by. It's amazing. People don't like the way that you looked at them. You're not going to get booked. Oh, people didn't like the fact that you ate with a spoon instead of a set of a fork. Oh, you're going to get not booked. Oh, you put your socks on that way? You're not going to get booked. Oh, you didn't give me the fucking secret soft handshake? You're not going to get booked. Oh, you didn't go around and... It's just so stupid. I've never been a part of anything as more nonsense than pro wrestling when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, just just take, like, grade school bullshit stuff. Unbelievable. Um, so there could be a myriad of reasons why that particular person isn't getting booked, isn't getting pushed. But I truly believe that at the end of the day, if the company thought that they could make money off of them, they would book them appropriately. Period. Yeah. Uh, Enzo and Cass... <laughs> Right. Just throw that one out there. Right, right. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, right. It's just, if they feel like they can make money, they will do it. It's pro wrestling. And as much as we want to be this, progr- you know, the, the changes in the world, which are all positive, to be truthful, um, and, you know, it's still, this, pro wrestling still has this element of, ugh, right? There is still that. But here's the thing. There is in everything. I don't care if you're a fucking sanitation worker, if you're a teacher, if you work in digital marketing, if you are a landscaper, it's everywhere. It just seems like 
in pro wrestling, it seems like it's just, it's really, I mean, you figure, yes, a pro wrestling school is about uh, taking bumps and learning how to properly work a match and the basics of pro wrestling. But there's also this thing where they teach you how to navigate the landscape of a locker room in pro wrestling, right? Right? Just why don't you just show up and be like, hey, everybody, I'm here. I'm going to put on my boots and tell me what I got to do instead of, oh, I got to shake everyone's hand. And I got to make sure I shake them the right way. And I got to can't look this guy in the eye. And I, can't, I, can't, I got to look down the ground of this guy. Oh, I got to get the. I can't sit here because this is their seat. And I can't get. What? The fuck? Oh. Pro wrestling's great. What do you think of the Bullet Club kimonos? Sorry, I had a big swig of drink after my rant of pro wrestling. Um, I like them. They had them before. I remember, and it's always at Dantaku that they get them. So some somebody's taking care of them down there in Fukuoka. <laughs> they're getting they're getting a hookup down there. Um, they're nice. I like it. I tell you what, at the very least, and I said it before, Bullet Club it does feel a bit fresher and it does feel like a, a renewed energy. There's something to be said about those guys going down there and getting taken care. You know, they got to look forward to Duntaka. Let's put it that way. There's somebody down in that area that is a big fucking Bullet Club fan that take care of them. Good for them. Um, I think they look they look sharp. I love them. Maybe we should have a Super J cast kimono. I don't think anybody nobody wants nobody buys us anything. Nobody gets us anything. Why don't we? Why are we doing this? Like, why would? Why does maybe it's got something to do with forty-three minutes of absolute shite at the beginning of the show? <laughs> you know, when if you do the notes, you should, we should probably just be like, "Look, here's the thing. If you think this stuff's great, great. But understand, if you don't, fast forward the fucking thirty minutes because you just you're going to be really disappointed." Oh yeah, I'll include that when I tweet out the show. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, uh, sixth match was special tag match with uh, Ishii and Okada against Evil and Sonata. It hasn't put on the website here who won the match, so I've forgotten. Uh, I think it was Evil. Did, was he doing a Scorpion Deathlock or something? They were doing loads of submissions. Tap out. Match. It was a tap out, wasn't it? Like like Ishii tapped. He gave up, which I thought so was referee stoppage. Here, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know what? Maybe that's that's really it, and and I think that there might be a because when they stopped it, I didn't necessarily see a tap, but I assumed there was a give up, right? Um, I mean, maybe they're trying to play it that way of of the referee stoppage more of because again, I, the the biggest thing I, I took away from it was like, wow, my God, Ishii gave up that, which is something that you know he's pretty notorious for having more guts than brains, and. You know, very outside his character, and for evil to get that type of win is pretty fucking amazing to me. That 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 result again, it didn't knock me on the floor, but it, it blew me away a little bit. I I definitely looked up and the eyes widened. Um, and I, and I you know a little bit more paying attention. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Zach has got stoppage wins over Ishii before, but evil is not Zach when it comes to the submission game. Right, right. And 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 in even to me in even though you know Evil's headline shows and he's he's you know been in that upper mid card up and down for for seems like his whole career to me it was a uh, 
That's a that's a that's a big that's a big win for him. Helpful win. That's for sure. I really I really thought so. Really good. I mean, listen, his, his biggest win definitely was Okada, mind you. But again, to get a, a stoppage, tap, whatever you want to call it, I think it's I think it's significant. I think it's something that can't be glossed over. Where would you rank him in Lij at the moment? In terms of who feels like the biggest star, Naito one, Sonata two, Evil three. Above Shingo. Yeah. I mean Shingo. I mean I I hate to say it, but he's. I mean he's to me he's top pecking order of juniors. You, you're putting him in, in the in the top three in juniors, but I hate to say it. Once even right now, still in 2019, it's still junior, right? I mean you've depended upon Evil to to fill buildings in the past. Can have I mean we're 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 speculating for best of the super juniors that that Chingo will be the driving force in in helping to sell out Sumo Hall, but he hasn't been tapped on the shoulder for that quite yet. I, I yeah I I would say Shingo is below Sonata and Evil, but above Bushi and above you know. Well, above Hiromo, but that's cheating because he hasn't been seen for a year. Yeah. Uh, okay, the seventh match was never open weight championship match with Taichi defeating Jeff Cobb in 17 minutes with the Black Mephisto. So I think I should have taken that Cartwheel death match double or nothing. Uh, Damon, throw some snakes at me. What do you think of the match? I didn't go four. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't. And, and maybe it was just a hairline, an ass hair, as we like to say here. Um, catch me on a better weekend, right? Where the sun's shining a little bit brighter in life. Maybe uh, I would have. Uh, it was good, and and I will say this: that if we did, if you weren't a coward and you took the bet, there would be people that it would be close. Like I would be sweating it. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll even go so far as to give you that. Where I where. You know, you know, was we've done this four or five other times, and after the match, I was just like, "Nope, no fucking way, I win." There's no chance, and I didn't even lose any sleep over. I would have lost slept, slept. I would have lost slept. Am I a fucking idiot or what? Really? Am I just like literally at bottom of the barrel dope? Slept, <sighs> lost sleep. Joel is what I wanted to say. I wouldn't have lost any sleep over it. Um, what are, what are other people saying online, Mister Social Media? Well, interestingly enough, uh, John Carroll, who, as we know, is a big Tai Chi fan, went three and three quarters. But Ooh. like I said, Lanza went four. A lot of people in the Voices of Wrestling Slack chat are around the same level. So, usual Tai Chi haters online saying that it was crap, but. No, I don't think it's fair. I think it wasn't the, whole, the feeling I'm getting, Damon, is that people are starting to warm up to him. That Tai Chi matches are not an immediate hand-waving like they might have been in the past. Because I think now people know you're going to get a really good... I don't know, five, ten minute end to the match. It just it seems to live or die on how you respond to the, sort of the shenanigans. Because... I mean, here's the thing, right? The first... Uh, I've heard people criticising the first five, ten minutes, 
saying, oh, he was just mucking around, whatever. All New Japan long matches are like that. There's always, yeah. you know, the first 10 minutes, you could, you're not getting a pinfall or a submission then. Nothing's going to happen in that first 10 minutes. You're either going to see people brawling or uh, doing some grappling or, or you're going to see some shenanigans. So, again, I think if you enjoy the character of Taichi, then you're going to be a lot higher on these matches. But they delivered past that point what I, I think is inarguably a really exciting wrestling match. Do you think a lot of it has to do with... Because, listen, I, I think I'm one of those people that have turned the corner on him, right? I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's super great. I think he's I think he's in the middle of the pack in, in a promotion that is... You know, middle of the pack in New Japan is a pretty good fucking spot to be in, right? Um, if we're ranking wrestlers based off of quality. Do you think that people just can't get past the gimmick... Do you think people uh, – let me give you a perfect example. Not, maybe not a perfect example. I'm going to give you an example that I have in my head and for what, what it's worth. Do you think that it's – and I'll call it the honky-tonk man syndrome. I just made that up off the top of my head. Where it's – the matches aren't necessarily terrible. It's more of I just can't stand the fucking gimmick. And the gimmick is such a turnoff to me that it impacts everything that, that this person does in the ring. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a perfect analogy. Yeah. Again, it's just, you're just like, oh, I just can't stand this guy. Like, and I find that somewhat hilarious that, like, okay, you're, you're, you're hating it. You're getting worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Right, right. As, as, I'll tell you what. Speaking of which, I gotta get. I gotta go on a small rant, and I don't want to de- derail a show that is has been off the rails forever. But what the fuck? Are there any bigger mouth breathers than in Dave Meltzer's mentions? These people are the absolute. I, I don't know how they get out of bed in the morning. I don't know how they make it through a day. They 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 are the dumbest fucking group of people. I, I can't imagine. Just unbelievable. And they all have like 14 followers. And, you know, I know Dave's making fun of it now. I don't understand. I, like these people, like, do you watch any? Do you, like, I, I, there's nothing worse than, uh, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. Fuck it. Who, but, but do you notice that? Do you, do you follow that at all? Do you follow that, that, that trail of just dopiness that follows Dave Meltzer around? Yeah, and he seems to be like taking the piss out of these people more regularly than he used to. He'll put out a little quote tweet, just rinsing them with like a witty comeback, and I just think, yes, go on, Dave, get him. I, sometimes I feel bad for him. Like, I, like, what is it with? What is it? I'm going to ask you because you're you're a young guy. You're a young guy. You you can relate with the kids a little bit better than I can. What is it with? And this is in every facet, in everywhere you go, whether it be music, sports, pro wrestling, acting, whatever. Name the, name the fucking field. Where people feel the need nowadays to knock down a peg or two or 12 or 27, to knock down people who have established themselves in a certain industry. 
whether it be a writer or a musician. Like, like, what is it with that? Like, why do people feel the need to do that? Like, it just and it feels like Dave's got this big target on him because he's the top guy and he's number one. And it feels like everyone needs to to fucking find holes in shit that he says and find holes in. Well, no, you said this in 1986, and it's just like, well, I don't, why, why, why do people feel the need for that, Joel? Help me under-fucking-stand the world today. I think Dave has occasionally said things that have come across worse than they actually are. Like, he, he was making comments about some wrestler getting a boob job okay i heard that he did jack show he wasn't he he didn't right he didn't refer he didn't say that i think what he was trying to say was she looked better before the boob job with her natural boobs but instead she said she's put on weight and she looks worse which right obviously without that context you would think he's saying something terrible right which he wasn't and then a lot of people were cancelling him for that so i just think maybe the way he expresses himself sometimes gets him into Hot water. Uh, a bit of bother with people who didn't really, who, who haven't listened to it or read it or, or taken in the proper context for what he was trying to say. And, you know, we're in an age where people are desperate to just cancel everybody, cancel this guy, cancel that guy to sort of virtue signal that, you know, hey, look how woke I am because I've canceled this guy because he said xyz is that really what so it is is, a, is it like is it like you know when people talk about reddit points you know or, or you know like is it is it that is it like i don't know what makes people feel good about that i don't i mean i can understand wanting to stand up for injustices and i can understand wanting to stand up for um intolerance and stand up for um pressing social issues yeah, I can I can see that I can see where that where that benefits everyone, and I don't. I mean, is it does it is is that just like an offshoot of of that feeling? Like you get so wrapped up in that that you now it's like every blade of grass you got to cut with a pair of scissors. And I don't. There's more to it as well. I think also in recent months, people. I think it's WWE like staunch broken brains WWE defenders right. who think that Dave is co-opted by AEW <laughs> and the Bucks. So they think that he's been biased with the way that he's covering those two organizations. So what benefit would he get that with that just, though? Like, I don't, that's, what... I, I know it doesn't bear scrutiny because it's clearly nonsense. And I know Dave has a, a special relationship with those guys, but at the end of the day, I think he's a reliable journalist. So some people can't get past that and they see it like he's unfairly criticizing WWE, which I mean, they love WWE and they don't like it when people criticize it. So I think that's another facet to the Meltzer hate. I just didn't understand. I'm sorry to derail. My apologies. I know we're uh, all over the place. I just, I like, I would just see it all the time. I'm just like, I don't understand these fucking, oh, what they're, what they're like, like just, you know spaghetti strainer arguments more just i don't know all right very good um let's continue on with this uh fine don taku show don taku so we were talking about taichi and jeff cobb uh i mean taichi got a sort of clean win here i know he kicked jeff cobb in the the meat and two veg as your wife likes to hear me say (laughs) yes but uh cobb kicked out of that and then he did his black mephisto move and he got a what i think is a clean win over jeff cobb and to me taichi feels 
dare I say it, like a star. We had the big Suzuki Goo celebration at the end. We even had Suzuki come, himself coming out and yeah. congratulating him. I mean, who do you think are who, to you? Who do you feel who feels like the biggest stars in Suzuki Goon right now? Because at the moment, I think I would have Taichi above Suzuki in terms of star power. I think it feels hotter. Yeah, yeah. Like, like just coming off of the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, Suzuki obviously is the leader, and again, Zach is super prominent and always important. But yeah, I mean, coming off of the show, that that look, that's a clean win in my eyes. That's not a bullshit win in my eyes. Um, and the, the closing stretch was strong, and I think if you know more performances like that, he's going to win over more people. You know, those those people that shit on the gimmick will be won over eventually if, with performances like that. Um, celebration at the end was really nice. I mean, she's in tears holding the title. I wish somebody would do that for me. <laughs> Why wouldn't anybody do that for me? Um, I'll wear a mask in mime. But yes. Uh, right Coming off of that show, I'm trying to think of, like, did anybody leave Dantaku hotter and, in Suzuki-kun? And no, I don't think I don't think that there was anybody who left Fukuoka hotter than Taichi in Suzuki. And he's a lock for G one, right? I would be. I would say he's ninety nine percent in. I would be. Here's the thing: he has to be in at this point. He has to be in, and I think it would be a massive, a massive mistake. Do not have him in G one now. Here's 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 where I can hear people going. Mm, uh, okay, that comes with you know you're not getting that type of match out of him for eight, nine, ten mat, twelve matches. That's not happening. It's not right. You would agree with that, right, Joel? We're not getting, we're not getting Tokyo Dome Tai Chi. No, I, I think he would serve a purpose to sort of balance out Yano. I would have him on the opposite block as Yano. He'd be the sort of quote unquote night off guy, where, like I say, the first five ten minutes of the match, they can relatively take it easy. You know, they're not going to be battering the, the hell out of each other. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I do. I do. Okay, so, and I'm glad you said that because I, I, I think that too. Do you see where people now are like, oh, I got to sit through this fucking nonsense. But I think the part of the excitement comes at what point that switch is going to flip and he's going to start pulling out the Kawada stuff. Okay. Do people have the patience for that? When you know you're going to get Will Ospreay, and you know you're going to get... Uh, is Will Ospreay going to be in this motherfucking tournament? I'm sure he is. Let, let me t- flip that question around, David. Okay. Will it be better or worse than what Tamatonga and Bad Luck Farley served mm-hmm. up to us okay. last year? That's my, that's my fear. That's my fear. Because I don't want that to happen to Tai Chi. As strange as it sounds, like, why would I give a fuck about what happens to Tai Okay. I'm going to tell you flat out, straight out. I want the best for him, right? And I want the best for my entertainment. So I don't want that to be a Tama Tonga situation. 
And I think that the elements, like going into that G one, everybody was like, "Give Tamatanga a chance. Give I think he'll be great. He deserves it." All the fucking praise going into G one, and then shit the bed, right? And again, some of that it might be his fault. Some of that might be the booking. Some of that might be you know him being told what to do and how to do it. Okay, whatever the case may be, the end result was feces. Fecal matter, right? I think that was the finishes, though. The lack of clean finishes. Sure. It was all the DQ finishes where you've invested yourself in a match. You sat and watched a, a 12-minute match or whatever. And then there's a DQ at the end of it. And you're like, well, why the fuck did I watch that? And I don't think you're going to get that with mm-hmm. tight matches. No? No, they always have finishes. You're never going to get a, finishes. a DQ. Fu- what was, give, me, give, me, all right, give me Jay White. People were disappointed in Jay White. Jay White. In G1, why? Ball shot finishes, fucking ref bumps every fucking match, right? Yeah, I think if you're giving Taichi a clean win over Jeff Cobb... Really? Yeah, I I would say that there's a good... Let's say... Okay, how many points is he going to get in a G1 block? Middle of the road, yeah. So all he needs then is to beat four guys. And surely there's going to be four guys in that block that he can get clean wins over. Okay. Last year throws a lot of that out the window when it comes to it's G1 and clean finishes and no nonsense and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Between Tamatanga, Fale, Jay White, a lot of fucking bullshit that went on that, that G1 last year. Tai Chi is, is cut from that same cloth. Not like it's fucking Tatsumi Fujinami coming out there. It's not a Kira Maeda coming out there. I, I tell you what, to be to be honest, Damon, I don't care because I like Tai Chi and I will enjoy. I'm sure I'll enjoy whatever he puts out in the G1. Yeah, and if other people don't like it, I don't care. Okay, I. But I'm going to tell you what. Don't be surprised when you hear and you get results. I, I, j- isolate that audio. Isolate that audio. Uh, and again, I want I want the best. I I just think that if you're going to get fucking bullshit. The shit that kind of you're like, oh. even you are like, oh. it's going to happen there. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen there. All right. Uh, let's talk about, oh, question here. Lord Taichi's number one disciple. Was Taichi regaining the never title one of the five greatest moments in New Japan history? No. I jumped off my sofa. I cheered. And I don't cheer like that for a lot of wrestling, but uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Violet Skipping says, another big match for Taichi without the Iron Fingers of Doom coming up. When will they be unleashed? Mm. What's he saving them for, Damon? It's a good question. It's going to be a big spot, that's for sure. Yeah, I think he's building up to it, isn't he? He sure is. I think the company is building up to it. I mean, there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason. I mean, he's a, I mean, considering who he is and what his character is, you, you'd think he'd be using it more often, right? When was that? When was that? Isica retirement show? February? When was that? When, uh, I can't remember. Actually. Something like a January, like February, somewhere around there. Okay. Well, he's had ample opportunity to use it. Um, you know, what do you? I, there's a reason. I don't think that there's there's. It's just happenstance that he. Uh, oh, yeah, well, he's not February twenty first. That's yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're coming up on G one soon. You know, G one is a month or two away. Well, it's right around the corner. 
Maybe in G1. Maybe he, maybe he fucks somebody over in G1 with him. Mm, maybe. But there's a reason, I think, uh, that, that we haven't seen it, and uh, they're saving it for a big spot. Oh, my, my – oh, boy. So the, the, the young lady who dropped her baby across the street from me, she's coming out of the house. I'm not going to lie, Joel. <sighs> she's all right. <laughs> she's got this little pink dress on. Great. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. I feel like a creep. Like, Sa- safer hands hand. this time, I hope. Huh? What's that? Safer hands. Yeah, yeah. She's not carrying time, a kid. She's a bit clumsy. Okay. Fucking fumble butt. <laughs> Dropping kids. <laughs> Thank God she's good looking because terrible parent. Uh, Thank God she has no idea who I am. All right, very good. Where else are we going here? Yeah, I like the idea actually of him using the Iron Fingers to spoil someone on the final block night. Let's say like, you know, Tanahashi or someone. If he beats Taichi, he's through to the final and then pow, right in the face with the Iron Fingers. That late in the Roll tournament, up win. Huh? Really? You, Joel. I know we're in bad moods. We're in a weird spot in our minds and our mental state. You really want Tai Chi to fucking use Iron Fingers in the G1 final? Not the G1 final. The like, it would be I don't know the third match from the top on the A Block final night. Okay, all right, it, but it, but it impacts the G1 tournament. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, I don't want that, Joel. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll message Gato to... Please, please, please. Thank All right, uh, the main event here, the eighth match, Dragon Lee defeating Taiji Ishimori in 25 minutes with a Desnukadora. I thought this was fucking great. I loved it, and I was cursing watching it, like, Jesus, oh my God, with the dangerous stuff that they was doing, and there was a real snap, real nastiness to the spots, and it just worked at such a great pace. It was like almost they were going in fast forward. The speed at which they were working through their sequences, really high paced, high impact stuff. Damon, I love this. I thought this was brilliant. Fucking awesome is right. Name me a bad Dragon Lee match, and, and there, there is no such thing, right? And and again, and he's twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three years old. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Twenty three years old. You could tell because he's doing shit that you know he's doing crazy shit. That that one spot where he's doing the the uh, Hurricanrana from the ape, you know, he's inside the ring, fucking hooks it up on the top rope, it tosses Ishimori to the floor to the outside, and he lands hard on the floor. Just nutty, fucking crazy spots. Yeah, there was no non, yeah, you know, not, not even nonsense. Like, and, and like we've seen, we've seen Ibushi do that spot from outside the ring, the outside of the apron, and Dragon Lee's like, ah, fuck that noise. Check this shit out. Yep. Yeah, like, and then there was that, the, the other that, um, it was kind of like the hip toss that went into the guardrail. That was one where I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ almighty. Yeah, there are a lot of, G- there should be a Jesus Christ a Jesus Christ count. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I said, that's my new metric instead of star ratings. Yeah. The Jesus Christ count. The Jesus Christ count. That's the name of my new band, the Jesus Christ count. That's pretty fucking badass, right? I like this. The Jesus Christ count. Good stuff. Just look at this. We're fucking changing lives already. Uh, blasphemous, but hey, whatever. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, there were plenty of that. To me, match of the weekend, and <sighs> I didn't go five, and I'll tell you why. 
I, I went. I, I thought this match was spectacular, great, fucking awesome. If you're looking for positivity, this is it. This is where it was. Um, modern, junior style, hard hitting, fast paced, scary, thrill ride, roller coaster, pro wrestling. Fucking loved it. Joe, that finish. That was that. Let's let's call it what it is. That was the Costanza finish, where you're left wanting more, right? That finish, they, he kicks out. He, first, th- that knee in, in Ishimori's face, I was like, whoa, boom, kick out. And then it was like, well, I don't even know what the finish was. It was like, you know, that sit-down suplex kind of thing. What is it called? I don't even know what it's called. Um, Desnucadora. Yeah, I would never be able to pronounce that. Um, it, it felt a little flat. Like, I literally was like, like, I didn't even pay much attention to it because I was like, okay, he's kicking out of that. He didn't kick out. He didn't kick out. And I was like, what? That's that? that, We're ending it here? I was a little disappointed in that. I kind of felt they had another two minutes of go, 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 go. You know, make this, put an exclamation point on the end of this match. And I I felt like I just got a period. And I know there was an exclamation point in there. That was my only minor critique. Minor critique, kids. Minor critique. Overall, match of the weekend. Loved it. And this is absolutely rewatchable. So if, you, if, you're, if you're pressed for time, you haven't watched it, 100% recommend that's the match that you go out of your way to watch. Great performance by both of them. What I liked about the build-up, they kind of frame the story as... Can Dragon Lee hold on to the belt before Hiromu returns? And also, I think it's interesting the way that the, this story with Dragon Lee and Hiromu, because, I mean, let's call it what it is. Like, Dragon Lee was involved in a match where Hiromu was put on the shelf for a long time. And in any other company, that would have been turned into a big grudge thing. You'd have Dragon Lee as the heel saying, ah, I broke Hiromu's neck, ah ha ha. But the way here that it was presented, where Dragon Lee is speaking from a place of love and affection. Like, Hiromu, I miss you. I hope you get well soon. I'll be waiting for you when you're back. To me, that is refreshing, and I like it a lot. I agree 100%, and I did notice that as well. Yep, you're exactly right. This very easily could have been another I broke Wahoo's leg moment, right? Greg Valentine. and, And it's not. Right. Oh, yeah. I put him on the shelf. I was the guy that 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 broke his neck. And and again, Dragon Lee is there. I don't think there's a more babyface guy right now than Dragon Lee, as evidence uh, proof in the pudding that his his victory lap laps that he took, hugging, high five, and picking up kids. You know, he was like he's running for president for crying out loud. Uh, so it's kind of hard to get that heelness out of Dragon Lee. I think. Um, he's, he's cut from that Ricky Steamboat mold of, you could never make this guy a heel. That being said, he's probably a heel in Mexico. I don't even know it. Um, that being said, uh, yeah, it was refreshing that it's, it was more of a, you know, carrying around the mask, representing, giving them props. Can't wait till you get back, get back soon. I'll see you when you get back, blah, 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 blah. Um, as opposed to, yeah, I'm the guy who put him on the shelf. Yeah, I just think he's a real star, Dragon Lee. New Japan should 
try and lock him down for as long as they can. And I want more junior main events. I know we've got the best of the Super Juniors tour coming up, but outside of the best of the Super Juniors, I want to see these kind of matches headlining semi-big shows and getting a good 25 minutes to work because it was brilliant. And it sold really well based on how the tickets are done. Uh, After the match, uh, Dragon League called out El Desperado as the next challenger for the title and he's 4-0 against Despi so that made me think they might be putting the same blocks together in the best of the Super Juniors but uh, that would be a hell of a main event it could, could even be night one give me oh, Krakow and Hall uh, Dragon Lee versus Despi main event that would be great yep. uh, we'll do a full preview of best of the Super Juniors next week's show I think um, we do have a question here from okay uh, on discord one true, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. the, the name the name of this discord user is the one true mongoloid oh that's a terrible yeah. name uh is it's terrible change it is the best of the super juniors final the place for hiromu to re-emerge if dragon lee wins and um, nicholas says are you surprised to see hiromu not in the best of super juniors where do you see him returning now yeah, honest, so, I, I can't get over the name um ugh. okay um what what do we what's the question change your name when's, when's, when's hiromu coming, coming back when's hiromu coming back um okay. I'm Soon. giving up predicting that. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, because we are, we're always taking a big fat loss for that one. Um, mm, soon, how's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, and and um, if I, if you if uh, putting the proverbial gun to the head, I would think best of the Super Junior Finals is a, a good time for that. That's a good time to have somebody walk down the aisle and point a finger and all that stuff so maybe then do you feel now then that dragon lee is a do, do you give him more of a chance of winning best of the super juniors than you did before just for having the story of him winning that main event at sumo hall and then Hiromu coming out um more more credit more in, in his bucket of positivity but I still think for splash and bang and pop and and uh, big time main event, I think you're looking at Osprey Shingo. Okay, so again, we'll talk about more next week, but just gun to your head now. Dominion junior title match, Dragon Lee versus who? Hmm. Shingo. You think Shingo? Yeah, yeah, I think so because that is not like a a, a dream match or anything. No, but I don't think people know they want it, but they, they want it. Yes, but I think an, a, definitely an, an exciting and appropriate match for Dominion. Yeah, I agree. Dominion's going to be fucking stacked. I mean, I know we're getting there soon, but um, that that that's going to be a nice that's going to be a nice show you're going to. Not not for nothing. That's going to be a nice show. The Real Fono says, what is Dragon Lee's ceiling in New Japan? He seems destined for heavyweight and the G1 in a few years. I mean, that's kind of what we've been saying for a while, hasn't haven't we? Right? He's not... We're talking about Shingo, right? He broke up. Right? No, Dragon Lee. Oh, Dragon Lee, my bad. Um, I, I'm, I thought you said Shingo. Shingo, I think, definitely. Well, again, Dragon Lee is here, as you mentioned, part-time. Right, he's not a full time guy. Um, I think until there's a commitment on both ends, 
it's kind of hard to say we're going to graduate you to anything better than what he has right now. Now, again, what he has right now is the top of the juniors, right? But I think we all can agree that this is a, I'm going to say a placeholder. I think that's the wrong word. But again, he's a, he's holding the title while he's here. And then when he's ready to leave, he'll be dropping that title and, and away we go. Were you surprised that he beat Ishimori? No. Given that he's a part-timer. No. I told. I, I said last week, I was like, if, he, if he's here, he, he's won the belt. He's won the title at Madison Square Garden. No point in having him drop any time before he's ready to go home. Um, Dominion might be a good time for that, right? Dominion might be a good time for that. So, uh, no. I thought he would defend uh, against Ishimori, and uh, I think it's a good move, actually. No, no need to have him drop. He's already there. All right, let's move on to night two of Dontaku and the attendance 6,105 compared to 6,307 last year, but it was still a sellout. So what I think happened is there's a different setup in the arena because they had a stage and a ramp instead of entrances in either corner, which they had last year. I noticed so, that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Different layout. So that might be the case. And that was Okada Tanahashi. So this time Okada Sanada selling out as well. Pretty good. Yeah. Look, I know all the Sonata people are, uh, you know, they're happy with that. Rightfully so. Again, I think uh, we don't have numbers of when things, like, so this was announced. Here's ticket sales after matches are announced. We have speculation. We have people doing math. We have people kind of counting figures and stuff like that. But nothing official, right, from this. And and anytime we ask, we kind of get vague answers anyway. So I think sometimes it's not even worth asking sometimes. Um, but it's good, right? Any Look, anytime you get a sellout, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing, never a bad thing. Sonata being on top against Okada. Is it Okada more than Sonata? Who fucking knows? Um, I think right now they're – I think – they have the opportunity to build up just about anybody and have it have a be a good house. Um, I think the only disappointment on the entire tour, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, was was the Goto Jay White, right? That was the only one that was a little bit shaky on on uh, sellout, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. That's not bad. I'll take. Look, I'll take that. I'll take that. It would be great for every 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 uh, show to sell out. Okay. One didn't. One was close. Okay, that's not bad. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, that was a really weak card. It really was. That show. It really was. I let's put it this way, I I I would be hard pressed to buy a ticket for that. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't feel like anything. If I, you know, if that came to Philadelphia, I'd be like, uh, am I going to this? I don't know. I don't know. In retrospect, do you think they should have put Evil Ishii on the Hino Kuni show mm. main event and moved White Goto to Don Taku Night Two? Hindsight being what it is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. All right, well, let's get into the matches. And first match was Renarita Shota Umino beating Yuya Oemura and Yota Suji. Umino pinned Suji after a fisherman suplex. And we had Renarita being a bit of a knob. He attacked uh, Uemura after the match. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's trouble at the dojo. Maybe there's a... Uh... To shoot. Yeah. They're shooting on each other, Damon. <laughs> right. These young lions. That's why they've been sent on excursion. They're out of control. Yeah, they're all, there's only one ticket to Mexico and they're all duking it out for it. That's that's the real reason behind it. They're all they're all smacking each other around to get that plane ticket. So 
Second match, uh, we had Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, El Desperado, Takamichi Noku beating Jeff Cobb, Yoshihashi, Toa Hinare, Tiger Mask, Ryosuke Taguchi. Taichi pinning Toa Hinare after kicking him right in the face, which is says here on the website he's calling Tensho Jujiho, which means Heaven Soaring Cross Phoenix, which I believe is a reference to Fist of the North Star. Now, what was notable here, Damon, following on from my earlier point about Taichi being a massive star, is that he got his own entrance here. So we had Suzuki and his music coming out with four of them, and then Taichi coming out by himself with his music and his new belt um, by himself, which I thought was notable. So he's a big star now. Uh, fun match. I, I I hate to say it, I quite enjoyed the Suzuki, Suzuki and Yoshihashi spots. So a good fire. And I like Taichi going against Hinori. That was good because Hinori had been saying he wants a shot at the Never title, but he got kicked in the face and pinned, and he's not getting one. <laughs> got a bit built to uh, Takataichi Mania, which is on May the 7th, uh, where we will see Taichi against Taguchi and Kanemaru against Junkasai. So that's going to be an interesting one. I'll try yeah. and catch that if I can. One complaint here, uh, Jeff Cobb, he was looking a bit too upbeat for my liking. I think if you're coming out the night after losing a title, you should look upset or annoyed. Or is that just me? No, I, 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 think, I, I think it's fair. And, and especially in a company like New Japan where things like that do matter. Um, can I ask a question about Hinare? If you're Hinare and you're sitting in the dojo and you're sitting at home and you're twiddling your thumbs and doing Hinare things, are you looking in the mirror and you see the young lions and the progression that they're making and the strides that they're making? Do you, are you looking over your shoulder and thinking, I am about to be fucking lapped in about a month, two months, three months' time? Are you looking at that situation and thinking, what, what am I going to do? What can I do to not make this happen? Because I see it. I think he's going to get lapped and lapped real quick. Listen, right? He had his... Uh, singles match last year last late April April 24th I think it was against Tomohiro Ishii which was really good I remember talking about it with you yep and thinking that's going to be the jump off point he's really going to take off from here and since then over 12 months he's had nothing 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 you know I wanted to kind of point out and I, th- and, and I was trying to find another example of this happening. And the one example that I have is David Finley. And I, it might be coincidence. It might be just I'm grasping at straws. I'm just trying to formulate some type of correlation. You get injured. If you're at that level on a New Japan roster and you get injured, it is fucking tough to come back from a pecking order, from a pecking order point of view, after that happens. You just get, you're you're stuck and you wind up getting lapped for really what feels like no other reason than you got hurt in the ring. But he's been healthy since the Ishii match. I know. The injury came before that. So what happened? I don't know. 
right? I mean, but look at look at the two the notable injury for and again for people at that level, that mid card and lower, right? Those are the two examples that stick out like a sore thumb to me. These are two guys that got hurt, took some time off. David Finley still, you know, with more time off. That just haven't been able to find a groove and recover and make that ne- make that next bump. Honma, I can't put in that that category because he's had a whole career before that, and truth be told, he's probably at at, at a twilight of his career, and you know. All, all that, but Nate, you know, it just feels like the the guys at that level, and I because because here's the thing, really, what it comes down to, Joel, is I can't think of another fucking reason why this guy is about to get lapped, and make no make no mistake about it, he's about to get fucking lapped, and, and he also must be looking at guys like Mikey Nichols, Chris Brooks coming into the company, yeah. thinking, fuck that. Yeah. That could have been my spot. Why yeah. am I getting? Why am I losing in the first round of the New Japan Cup to Lance Archer when Mikey Nichols is getting in there, getting to beat? Was it he beat Hikaleo and then getting a match against Okada? Why am I getting nothing? Yeah, and he's been there a long time. Been there a long time. Look, people to always talk about how people can resurrect their careers and go to New Japan, go to New Japan, go to New. Okay, all right. I mean, well, give me a reason why why he, ha- again, not only is he going to get lapped by the current crop of young Lions, he's going to get lapped by uh, people that are out on excursion, that are, that are going to be coming back, you know, six months, a year from now. You don't think they're going to come back with a rocket pack to them? Poor guy, man. I don't know what you do with him. I don't know where you go. I don't know what 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 it would take, but he's about to get lapped. Third match was Juicy Thunder Liger, Toriyano, Togi Makabe beating Jado Tangelo Tamatonga. Yano beating Jado, pinning him seven minutes with a schoolboy. Uh, I've got a couple of Liger questions here. We're on the Liger match. You can talk to me about Liger. Violet Skipping says um, a couple of Liger questions. One. I'm assuming this didn't happen yesterday. I'm still catching up. Any chance of seeing Kishin Liger on this retirement tour? With Suzuki Gun's focus on the mask and the anger in his promos, it would seem to make sense against Suzuki. I've got a great visual in my head of a mist-soaked Suzuki recoiling in terror from a howling Kishin Liger as he chases him with a spike. Making it a brawl would be a good way to create a longer match whilst working around Liger's limitations. And two, Ri Kawato or another carrying the Liger gimmick. Could they have them debut as Liger's son, Alamuta Kabuki? <laughs> this way they can get the rub and endorsement from Liger, but you can drop the gimmick if it flops or they want to move on down the line without tarnishing the legacy. So one, Kishin Liger, two, Liger's son. They're on a roll. Was it the same person with both suggestions? Because the, the, yeah. the first one was pretty great. Second one, not so much. Um, an illegitimate son. Uh, that's not bad. The first one, that's not bad. I think there's a lot of people that right now are in their car listening to this. If you're still listening, God bless you. Thank you because you you put up with a lot. Um, that's not bad. Who? What's the name? What's the, what's the name attached to that? You have it? 
violent skipping. Violent skipping. Good job. Good job by violent skipping. Well done. That's uh, I like the first one. Second one, not so much, but first one. Uh, first one's a winner. I think that would be fun for that. Good job. Fourth match, Tomaki Homma, Mikey Nichols, Juice Robinson, Hiroki Goto defeated Hikuleo, Chase Owens, Bad Luck Farley, Jay White. Juice pinning Hikuleo in 11 minutes after the pulp friction. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> That's it? Well, <laughs> what, do, what do you say? Like all the Bullet Club stuff, I'm right. sorry, sorry, most of the Bullet Club stuff on this tour has not really interested me. No. You're not, you're not digging. I mean, what can I say about this match? What what hot takes are there? What nods towards future story? There's nothing. Yeah, you're not digging. There. You're not digging the general. General's doing nothing for you. He was good against Juice, but he's. I mean, right. well, it's an eight man tag. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, I agree. look. I, uh, right. What are you going to do? There's, there's, there's better. Fifth match. Yeah. Fifth match. Yeah, this is a good thing to talk about. We got the long awaited debut of El Fantasmo teaming up with Taiji Shimori to defeat Will Ospreay and Dragon Lee. El Fantasmo pinning Ospreay after a move that he calls Greetings from Camwood Park. And thank you to Paul at Lord of Baths for giving me that information because the website just says Modified Face Buster. Okay. And now you listeners know better. Thanks to Paul. Greetings from Camwood Park. So what does that mean? You I thought this was a really good debut. Yeah. Uh, Camwood Park, I think, is just a place it's in Canada, I guess, where it's from. Uh, who knows? Maybe you'll be changing it, but there you go. Uh, I thought a very good debut from ELP. The rope walking, a bit gimmicky, but I think he won the crowd over after a bit of a quiet start. They were not into it in the beginning. They were very, very quiet to start with, but by the end, they were noisy. And I think that's a credit to him. I thought he did a great job. He's like a, I don't know, a bizarro world Osprey. I'm not sure yeah. about the bit where yeah. he spat on his hand before he chopped Osprey. That was a bit gross. <laughs> Teabagging him <laughs> with an ice pack at the end of the match. I, I don't know. Maybe they're building up to uh, them to facing off in the best of the Super Juniors. That seemed to be the way they were going. Osprey, I know we always say it. What a selfless guy yeah. being the one to, to take the pin here. And like, a lot of junior tag possibilities here as well. Because you, you, we could have El Fantasmo and Eagles teaming up. Junior tag taking on Rapongi 3k or El Fantasma and Ishimori teaming up there's some a lot of things you could go a lot of directions you could go from here you go back to uh, Osprey's debut with Kushida you know he was lying down a couple, you know his debut match he lied down um is that's one thing you got to say about Will is that he is very uh or you know again we don't know for sure but it would seem that he's very uh, unselfish when it comes to that kind of stuff um yeah, I thought it was a good, a strong debut too. All, all things considered, because yeah, you did get the feel that you know, even though you had the the video vignettes that were were uh, didn't officially name him per se, but um, everybody everybody kind of knew the speculation that it was him making a debut. It's always hard. You always you you kind of get you know, it's not like you're you're getting an instant reaction out of a crowd and. Sometimes that can play a little bit in a, into a person's head. Am I getting over? Am I? Am I? Do these people give a fuck? What? Uh, what do I got to do to get a reaction? And that's a little bit different than say maybe a British crowd or an Amer- American crowd or an Irish crowd or what have you. So good for him because he did win him over. Um, he, he did. He did a good job. 
him and against Osprey. I think there's got to be some familiarity between the two, right? I mean, I'm sure that they've worked multiple times before. Yeah, and Osprey's won all of them. Yeah, yeah. How many? Like four or five? Is it? I don't know exactly. He just said in the backstage thing they've Everyone. wrestled before, and he's beaten him every time. Okay. Well, here we go. So, so I think it's a good debut. Positive there. Good program. Got a good dance partner. Both guys should be solid. Um, even though he does seem like he's Chris Brooks with the aesthetic. <laughs> Uh, it felt like the same. It felt the same, Joel. It felt like the same kind of video package, little with the, with the glitch art and all that shit. Felt the same. Felt the same. But good for him. We're, we're I'm excited for this. This should be good. Uh, Liam, similar question, following a question from last week. Are you because due to the way that the best of Super Juniors is split to two blocks, we are going to get one of these matches. Are you most excited for Eagles Ishimori? Eagles Phantasmo or Ishimori Phantasmo? Ishimori Phantasmo. I think Ishimori is, is is arguably. Would you put Ishimori top ten New Japan pro wrestlers? This year, in terms of earring performances, I yeah. think so. Right. I think he is having a low key brilliant year. Good. I agree. I, I I think I would put him in the top 10. Do you think he muscles his way into the top five? Who, who are we looking at in the top five? Who's been really outstanding this Ibushi. year? Yeah. Naito. Naito. I think Tana gets uh, in that list. What's he had? He's had uh, Omega match was brilliant. Jay mm-hmm. White match was, it was good. Zach. Zach match was good. New Japan Cup run. Good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we haven't mentioned Okada. Do you, uh, how do you feel he's yeah. doing this year? I thought he had a really... That, that Tokyo Dome match was pretty pretty special. That was pretty great. Jay White match at Madison Square Garden. Pretty great. New Japan Cup final. Pretty great. I think he's got a Oh, New Japan Cup run was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what about Sonata? <sighs> Top five? I don't know. I, I don't think he is top five. Actually. I don't think he is. No, I think about it. I yeah, put him top he's ten. Very good New Japan Cup. Yeah, I'll give you top ten. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going for top five. Um, I I I don't think he could put Zach on that. Do you put Zach on that? Who's he had? He's had. Oh, he's had some good matches. Ishii at Wrestle Kingdom. Ishii Wrestle MSG. Kingdom. He had a couple of good matches in New Japan Cup. He had a great match with Ibushi uh, at the Sengoku Lord show. He's up there. He's up there. I mean, he's if he's not top five, he's six. I don't know. Do you put Ishimori on that list? Dominant win at, at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Great match here. Taguchi match. Taguchi match. Good. Liger match was great. Yeah. Three-way at MSG, brilliant. This match was fucking great. I don't know, dude. What are you thinking? Top five Ishimori? Yeah, I'm putting him in there. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Osprey on that list? Oh. Coda at the Dome? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb? Uh, what did he do at New Beginning? Lance Archer? 
was hot show. That was good. Yeah. I can't remember what he did at New Beginning. Did he have a never defence then? Uh, was that... Um, that wasn't Tai Chi, was it? That was... Uh, oh, fucking Google that shit. Come on. Um, make us look like boobs. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what. I think he gets. That's uh, tough. A top five is actually tougher than than it than it than it sounded in the beginning. I think Ishimori is on that top five though. Abushi's in there. Okada's in there. That's pretty. That's a pretty. If you think about that, that's a pretty good spot to be in, right? And then you got all this talent that's you know five and below. That's just I just burped. That's just that, that is just aching to get in that top five. Mm, what a fucking roster! Good year, low key, as the kids say. I think in, in quality wise, I think this, this year's been really really strong. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, ben Drake says pants on or off for the nods to Bullet Club history in the ELP intro. I didn't catch that. Did you? What was what was the nods to the history like where they were showing people? I don't know. I totally missed that. I'll have to go back and watch it again. I like uh, history Nicholas though. Says, I like history. If they have it in there, uh, yeah, I, don't, I didn't notice it, so I, I can't say pants on. Pants. I have to say pants down because I didn't notice it, um, or pants up. Um, but I like history, so if they have it in there, I'm a, I'm a big. I, Liger has it in his in his video where you know him through the year through the years. Kenny Rogers, Joel. You know, you know any Kenny Rogers songs? Do you know who Kenny Rogers is? Him? Huh? No. You know any Kenny know. Rogers? No, I'm thinking of someone else. Do you ever, the gamble, you gotta know when to hold on, know when to fold, you know that song? I'm thinking of Kenny Loggins. You're thinking of Kenny Loggins who did Footloose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody cut loose, a Footloose, go fuck your mother. Hmm. That's not the lyrics. All right, move on. Uh, Nicholas, how do you see El Fantasmo doing the best of the Super Juniors? Because, you know, you got a new debutant. Last year, we had Ishimori in his debut. He made it all the way to the final. How do you see ELP doing? I think he'll be in the mix, as we like to say, in the mix till the, till the end, right? There would be no point in not having him in the mix. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's the, um, uh, I would like one of the Rapongi 3K boys to spoil him leading on to Rapongi 3K being challenged for the junior tag titles by let's say ELP and Ishimori. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that, hmm, that, you know that's a, that's a that's an under the radar kind of thing going on there. The idea of Ishimori and uh um L fan Tazmas Masgo um as a junior tag team. That's pretty fucking that's pretty solid if you think about it. I like that. I like that. Mm, give me that opening match of Dominion. Yeah. Now we're talking. That's that's some sexy shit right there. I, I'm down with that. Let's do that. All right. What else we got? Sick match. Shingo, Bushi, Naito, beat Show, Yo, Ibushi. Naito pins Yo after 30 minutes. Destino. Anything? <sighs> I, I mean... These matches are all good. Like, what, Yeah. What, what I mean, and, and, and yeah, I don't want to be negative about it because they're certainly not. But... I mean, 
again, how how many different ways can you describe a steak? Um, it's great. Let's we're building toward Abushi and Naito again, which is fine by me. I'm fucking down with it. Do do Madison Square Garden again. Totally fine. Great. I, I, what do you want from me? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to find a little little, little nugget for you. Uh, it, we've seen it. It's good. Watch it. It's fine. Great. Okay, here's here's a hot take for you. I think I might stop watching these tag matches and the Road 2 shows because it's in danger of spoiling all the big spots for uh, upcoming matches. Like, for example, Sho and Shingo. How can I get excited about that when I've seen them do all their stuff in these build-up matches it's it's not listen i know we've had discussions about it too that that right watching having access to everything is both a blessing and a curse in the sense of you're seeing a lot of it now on the on the flip side we'd be the first people to bitch and moan be like put these two together get them in the ring get me juiced up for this i want to see it what's worse Seeing it, getting it, getting a taste for it, or not getting it at all, Joel? Well, I just think it uh, comes with the territory of having more shows and more televised shows that you're in danger of overexposing things. But yes. you're not forced to watch all of it. No. You don't have to watch all of it, even if you've got a podcast about it. Mm. What if you're the number one podcast? Of New Japan. <laughs> uh, well, we've managed to get away with it for this one. So. <laughs> you are correct. All right. What else? All right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Seventh match. Special singles match. Uh, again, case in point here. Special singles match. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii defeating King of Darkness Evil. 23 minutes. Vertical drop brain buster. I feel like I saw most of this in Mighty Man Tag Matches and the build-up. And then the match itself... Uh, was really good. I liked it a lot. Beginning bit, really interesting. But then as I'm seeing it and I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I've seen this bit before. I've seen this before. I've seen this before. A closing stretch, great. Closing stretch is always great. But I don't know if... It just it kind of lost me in the middle of the match, Damon. Um, it definitely got me back by the end and I thought it was a really good match. But I don't know if it was just a problem with the, the structure of the match, the pacing, or the fact that I've seen a lot of it already. But middle bit was a bit bleh. Yeah, well, give me give me an example of bleh. Like what? Give me. Is it? It, it was it the fact that you you felt like you saw most of it already, and 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 even in past live, you know, past. It seems like. Anytime you got a multi-man tag match with Chaos and and uh, Lij, that these two were squaring off, not only currently but even in past, how many years have we seen the multi-man tag Chaos versus Lij? Um, I think both these guys are really super talented, and I think these guys—I mean, obviously Ishii is fucking unbelievable. Where would you put this match? First, answer that question. Where, where, where do you think it, you, it lost it for you? And secondly, where would you put this match on the weekend? Where would you rank this? Uh, I know it's hard to put my finger on specific spots because I was sitting down watching it like, yes, I'm looking forward to this first five minutes. Great. They're just elbowing the shit out of each other. And then I just sort of zoned out a bit. 
So I'm sorry I can't be more specific than that. That's all right. Uh, if I'm ranking it in the weekend's matches, hmm, it was maybe the third or fourth best match. It's definitely behind the junior match. Uh, in terms of my enjoyment, I, I have it behind the Tai Chi Cobb match. Not by a lot, though. And then for that, it's kind of a toss-up between that and the main event of this show that we're going to talk about. Hmm. I have this second for the weekend. I think I enjoyed this much more than you did. Um, I, uh, I agree with your point of it felt like we may have... have had tastes of this throughout the week and the buildup, but that's to me that's what, what that's, that's what, kind of what we want. Um, I think it delivered, by and large, delivered, and my expectations were met. Give me a snake. Uh. So- Three and three quarters of a snake. Okay. So I went four. So we're right there. We're, we're not that far off, right? There was just little bits that kind of didn't grab you in the middle that may have gotten me through. I mean, I may have been okay with it. Um, but we're in the same ballpark. Again, we're fucking talking about a four-star match that we're like, eh, okay, it was good, right? I, I'm, I, I'm a little bit higher on it than you, though. Like I, I felt like they delivered, and again on a weekend that I thought was pretty strong. Uh, I thought I thought it was the second best match of the weekend, um, which is saying something. Underneath Sonata and Okada, that I thought was really good as well. Um, and and you know what? In my gut and in my heart, I kind of see them in the same kind of star rating, snake rating, right? Kind of see them in the same world. Um, in that in that four low four area, so um, no, I thought it was really good. Um, let me ask you this: Do you think upon a would you a would you rewatch this match? Mm, no, I would rewatch maybe the the last ten minutes of it because okay. I really enjoyed it. I remember thinking. That it was like a sort of heavyweight MMA fight, you know, where they're both gassed and they're just sort of swinging at each other, and there's not much left, and you're just waiting to see if someone can land that knockout blow. Okay, ten minutes is a long time. Okay, five minutes then. Okay, seven not, minutes. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> of difference. <laughs> um, you're not feeling this one. What do you think? No, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Okay, three and three quarters. That's a that's a really good match. Okay. Right. Were you surprised that Ishii won? Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it sets up, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we're looking at Tai Chi and Ishii, right? Yeah, he graciously granted Ishii another open-weight title shot. I hope that's at Dominion, because if they pick up where they left off in the New Japan Cup, that's going to be a real treat. Yep, I agree with that. I think Tai Chi just needs the right opponents, really. Him against... What's that? I want. I want. Maybe. Maybe not this never open weight match, but I want them to be put together in the same G one block, and I want them to basically 
reenact the Ishii Shibata match from the G1 a few years ago, where it's just like 10 minutes of them. Bell goes, bang, they're just beating the shit out of each other because they hate each other so much. That would win over. I mean, we're putting we're putting Tai Chi in Shibata world. Just yeah, but it would. I think it would work for the character. You can have like you know have all your sort of shenanigans and heelish stuff, but then just one match where ding 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 ah, and they're just charging at each other and just kicking the crap out of each other. And I think it would work. I do too. I don't know if he has it in him to do it, but I think that would be wonderful. All right. So again. It doesn't sound like we were thrilled with Ishii and and, and Evil, but I, I think we both liked it. I think we both liked it. Right? We both liked it. Yeah. Okay. Very good match. Good. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi returned. Yeah. Uh, Jay White came out to attack him. Uh, Vince says, what are your thoughts on Tanner's suit shorts? I can tell you this, Vince, that Michael Cole hates them. Uh, have you ever had those dreams, Damon, where in your dream you like you turn up for work or school or something or you're in front of a big crowd of people and you've forgotten to wear your trousers, and mm. you're just standing there in your pants. Mm. That's what it was like for Tanahashi. But yeah. he had obviously chosen to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I've ever had that specific dream, but I, 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 I get more... I can't find people. That's my big one. Like, I, like I'm, I'm somewhere and I can't find people in a crowd or something. Or um, uh, I can't get somewhere on time. That's my big one. I, that those are my anxiety dreams. I can't get somewhere or I can't find someone. That's always my that 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 and premature ejaculation. All <laughs> and having and a we're back, ladies and and, ha- and having a disappointed face look up at me, be like, eh, that's, uh, that's okay, I guess. That's what I hear in my dream. Eh, that's okay, I guess. That's what. Moving back on topic, Damon, one thing that really surprised me in the post-match stuff, Tanahashi has got a fucking massive scar on his elbow. It sure seems does. like he was actually injured and did actually have surgery. Yeah, way to go, Joel. CGI. Way, yeah, way to go, Joel. You you uh you, you doubted him. You doubted his injuries. I will never get his... Hiroshi. I apologize. The guy went through some uh he went through the scalpel. I mean it did look it was a very uh What's the word I'm looking for? Evas- not evasive. Evasive would be the other one. Uh, it, it, like they, they got in there. They fucking tore open his yeah, arm. They had a good old rummage around, didn't they? Yeah. My God. They had a picnic in there. Fuck. Um, and he's already back. Oh, my God. I stubbed my toe. I'd be out for eight weeks. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, can't, can't get in the ring. Sorry. I was just thinking that. Like, if I had f- f- some way... Like put into the body of Hiroshi Tanahashi for like a minute, I would probably be screaming with agony. I probably wouldn't be able to like walk up the stairs. Yeah, I would be. Uh, yeah, I, I. I look. You're you're a young guy, but here's what you got to look forward to. Waking up that one that one day when you wake up and you like, oh, the alarm's up. Oh, I'm running a little bit late. I overslept a little bit. Uh, I just snooze, you know. And you're like, All right, I got to get up, and you and you hop up out of bed, and you just pop up on your feet, and your knee just decides it's going to give out on you for no reason whatsoever. Or you wake up. You ever wake up? Like, isn't sleep supposed to be refreshing? I wake up with headaches. I wake up with, um, like I feel like I was beaten with a bat sometimes. 
Like I'm like, why is my back sore? Why why are my shoulders sore? I was sleeping. What is going on? I tell you what, I'm going to wake up and there's going to be a pillow over my fucking mouth. I know it. One day with my wife holding it down. <laughs> Just that's what's really going on. She's beating me. I'm being abused. <laughs> I just see some stuff on Twitter that I think you're really going to like. Really? What do you got? I, and I want a live reaction from you. So I'm going to copy the link to this tweet. Okay. I'm going to send it to you on WhatsApp. Right. And whilst I'm doing that, I'm going to talk a little bit about other stuff while you're opening it. When you see it, uh, please just give me your initial response. Uh, it seems like we are getting Jay White versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I guess that would be at the best of the Super Juniors final. Uh, you could have a triple header there. You could have your best of the Super Juniors final on top. Then you can have Jay White against Tanahashi. And then you can have Juice against uh, his mystery challenger, who may or may not be Chris Brooks. So I think that would be appropriate for the best of the Super Juniors final at Sumo Hall. I can't say I'm chomping at the bit to see more Jay White against Tanahashi. But um, that, that's what we're getting, Damon. Right. What did you do? Did you send this via Carrier Pigeon? What the fuck? I haven't gotten this yet. Yeah, in, what's up? Oh, yeah, I just got it. Literally just got it from Twitter. Here we go. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> All right. Now we're talking. Tell us what you see, David. <laughs> well, <laughs> I see uh, Tetsuya Naito um, in a um, very close, very close, a little fan art, little fan art here. Uh, and it looks like he's snuggling with, is that Kota Ibushi there? Um, I don't... Okay, in the first image, I don't know where the hands are going. It looks like a hand is a... I don't know. It looks a little, uh, a little close. All right, let me see the next... The next image I see is Hiroshi Tanahashi. Hiroshi Tanahashi is lying, uh, sitting on the, on the ground, knees up, right? He's got two different color uh, trainers on, sneakers on, uh, legs wonky as hell, and, and what appears to be, correct me if I'm wrong... Some type of tube top, some type of bra on, uh, looking sad and despondent. Am I am I looking at this right? What am I looking at? Here? Yeah, that that's an illustration of him during this segment. He was this is what he was wearing. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess so. Yeah, and his and his leg is looks <laughs> just deformed. Yeah, I don't. Uh, and his I don't you don't know. like it, David? You like this? Do you think this represents what happened here? Uh, retweet it's, that. It's sort of yeah. Okay, <laughs> retweet. Retweet that for Yeah. So, what do you think of the match then? Uh, your, your thoughts on Tanahashi and Jay White reprising oh. their feud? I think I that look. I think it'd be great. Tanahashi and Jay White. Yeah, no doubt. I, I'm I, I'm into that. Um, I I, I I'm going to be honest with you. That picture disturbs me a little bit. It's very. I get a. I you know what I get from that. I get a little Silence of the Lambs. Uh, vibe from it. I saw it more sort of like you know French Renaissance painting or something. Ah, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting more of a um, I don't know a little bit of a creepier vibe than than maybe what you're getting. And and what's the first one? Like what is what are we looking at here? I don't know. It's, it looks it's like a slow interpretation, David. It looks like it looks like it's about to be a slow. You know how maybe a guy would just kind of slide his hand around. Uh, a waist and just kind of ready to bring in for a little slow dance. That's what it kind of feels like. And it looks like Naito is, uh, you know, that's, that's, oh, wait, zoom in on that picture. So Naito yeah. looks a little dizzy with love. Like, he looks a little dizzy. 
with love. But it's Kota Ibushi who's like, he's got that gaze of, we're going to fuck. Like, that's the look he's looking. You see those eyes? That, that, those are, we're, we're going to fuck eyes. And, uh-huh. and Naito's kind of like just swooning. There's a lot going on here. And, and you know, look at the hips. Look at, look at, look at, look at Ibushi's hips, the way they're positioned. Very sexually aggressive. I, that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at right there. That's sexually aggressive right there. Which is which can be a good thing. It's not always bad, right? It's not always bad. I think Naito can handle it. I, I think, think he Naito. can look after himself. Yeah, I think I think he knows what he wants. I think he's I think he's all in on this. I yeah. think he likes it. I think he does so. <laughs> this is so creepy. <laughs> yes, this is without a doubt the worst show we've ever done this is terrible I mean but it's funny terrible but <laughs> my like, performance has been awful yours has been uh, even worse oh it's what been we terrible here? we are the shits today here's the thing I'm gonna say this doing a podcast every week is like you just think we just sit and talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling and that's that and and it's not there's Things go on in people's lives that impact quality of shows. And here's the thing. I will even say that for pro wrestlers, right? What if fucking evil got a phone call from his girl? And he's and she's like, oh, my God, my fucking dog died. And he's like, oh. And he's all, disp- you know, now he's like, all right, here's evil. Get get your sickle. Get <laughs> you're, you're on. And you're like, ah, oh, f- you know, there's a lot of things that go on in life that impact quality so when we sit here and we talk about matches maybe we need to consider that joel maybe we need to consider that you know sometimes it's a you know there's a lot going on in life i don't know let's stick with that sentiment damon uh bald and beardless says more of an observational question did tanahashi seem sad to you today right from the start he looked like he burst out in tears moves sort of awkward to kurt angle-esque hmm I think he's good at that, though. Like he's good at at uh, at, at em- emoting emotion. I think he's good at that. So, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know what. Like, why would you think that that he was happy to be back? Like, this wasn't a career threatening injury, was it? Well, you can never tell with Tanahashi, can you? You really can't. But what a worker. What a worker that guy! Jesus Christ, probably had it. Nobody probably did. He probably had like spinal surgery, right? But then he said, "Hey, listen, do me a favor, just cut open my arm, and I'm going to make it. You know, I'm going to work the arm angle." But it's really like they like fused his spine together, and he's out there wrestling. That would be such a Tanahashi thing to do. Just <laughs> slice my fucking elbow open, right? Just for the, just for the business. Yeah, for the business. That's 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 awesome. Pro wrestling's great. All right. Um, what else we got? Main event. Main event. Main of course. Event. Uh, we have an IWGP heavyweight championship match with. No one thought was going to ha- a title was going to change hands, but yes, we had that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okada defeating Sonata, thirty-eight minutes with a rainmaker, and interestingly, Damon, what would you think of this? This was the first Japanese versus Japanese IWGP title match since last year's Dontaku main event, Okada versus Tanahashi. Wow, is that a surprise? Uh, now that you mention it, yeah. Huh. Well, you figure Kenny was champ for, oh, oh, you know, a good 
time of that, right? And then Tanahashi, Jay White being built up. But yeah, th- 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 that you call it out and say it like that, yeah, it's hmm. for a Japanese pro wrestling company. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting to say the least. Sure. What um, do you think of Sonata's new look? He looked a bit like his Wrestle One Ace yeah, days. He trimmed yeah. the beard, Damon. That was number one. You know what it was? It's not even the beard, right? What were, I saw people calling it the, the depression beard. <laughs> Funny, uh, relatable. Um, the it's the dying of that. I just couldn't fucking stand. Why would why would you dye your beard? Right. Number well, he's one. still doing it. It's just a bit shorter than it was before. Right. And two, that is a lot of fucking maintenance. To dye a beard? Like, that's... Uh, it just seems like such a fucking pain in the ass. You know who... Uh, again, she doesn't watch a lot. Mrs. Walked by and saw Sonata. And she... Her exact words were, What in the fuck is that guy thinking? <laughs> <laughs> right? And I even said, I was like, You know, he's... Got a bit of a reputation of being a handsome guy. I think he's a handsome guy. And I think there's a lot of people that talk about him, both male, female, whatever gender you identify as, uh, or none. I don't know. Um, I don't know the rules. <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, you get my point. Um, everyone. That's what I want to say. Everyone loves Sonata. Thinks he's a handsome guy. Massive star in Japan. We, we, we have to acknowledge that. This is something, maybe that just gets lost in cultural translation, that the crowds adore this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Still a loser. <laughs> well, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the match itself because it, it started off really, really slow. It started off so slow mm. that a lot of people were speculating that it was going to go Broadway. They thought it was going to go the full 60 minutes. Mm. And they were playing up on commentary about how their matches were escalating in length. So we're strapping ourselves in for a long one there. And well, I, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I liked the story that they told with Sonata where he had the skull end locked in and Okada's arm dropped twice and if he just left it in he might have won but no he wanted to do the he wanted to play up to the crowd he wanted to do the moonsault to get the big flashy finish and it ended up costing him at the end of the day which is a, a bit of a trend going on with the LIJ boys they just you know play the crowd too much yeah, yeah show off. can't can't get the job done so I don't know I just thought this was too long did it need to be 38 minutes and I understand they're trying to tell this long story with Okada and Sanada that each time he's sort of pushing him a bit further and you know, there was more stuff on that after the match which I'll talk about in a bit but I found out that IWGP heavyweight title match length if you compare the period from January 2015 to December 2016 to the period January 2017 to the present, the average length of these title matches has increased by eight minutes. Obviously, there are some skewing the data there, these very long Okada Omega matches, but even if you take those out, there's still an increase of, I don't know, like five minutes or something. Um, I think these matches are going too long. I mean, do we need every IWGP heavyweight title match to go 30 plus minutes just for the sake of variety? Could we not 
mix it up a bit and have like a you know 15 minute sprint i thought something like that would have worked quite nicely here yeah. did you did you feel that this was too long yes i did um and and i i'm glad that you said that like key word being variety right spice it up make it you know let's let's that 15 minute sprint would be such a refreshing change of pace from 38 you know, in some cases, forty, you know, thirty minutes, whatever, just because you, you're you're conditioning people to kind of you know you know tune out for fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know, nothing's happening in that first fifteen minutes, and I think if you did do a really quick, I say really quick, you know, fifty minute match, I don't think there's going to be anyone in the arena going, oh well, I didn't get my money's worth and that's like, doing it or anything. Right. right? Would would that be the case? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. And here's the other thing too, and the other to the negative of that. Um, you you want to make your title contender uh, a, a legitimate threat, right? So the the idea being that the the challenger is pushing the champion to the limit, and it's going to take a while for the champion to finally get that pinfall or get that submission. Right? In the same breath, though. Wouldn't it be refreshing to have your champion be strong and dominant and be able to finish somebody off in 15 minutes, right? It does work both ways. And I don't think a 15-minute match is necessarily equates a burial or anything along those lines, as long as you make it very clear that this 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 challenger is going balls to the wall. They're putting all their chips in. They're whatever the analogy you want, but they're just fucking going for it as opposed to I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna be methodical. I'm gonna wait for my opening. I'm gonna play defense. I'm gonna fuck them. As opposed to fuck it. This is my one shot. I'm going for it. Right? Which again would be refreshing. Let's go back just a few months ago to Liger and Ishimori. One of the one of the defining moments so far in New Japan in 2019 was flash pin, Jushin Liger, out of nowhere, bing bang boom, crowd pops, everybody's going nuts. So why? Because it was so unexpected, and nobody wants that in an IWGP Heavyweight Title match. You want something? They paid money. They paid their money. They knew what they were getting themselves into. But no, can I just in- interrupt? Remember that amazing uh, Hiromu Kushida match that yep. went like one minute. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, there's a time and a place for it. And again, we, it doesn't even need to be that. It could be 15 minutes. But I think it's important to have people on their toes a little bit. I think that's important. Um, again, it doesn't have to be all the time. We we can mix it up a little bit. We can mix it up a little bit. And and here's another thing, too. Just because a match went long doesn't necessarily mean it went better. Let me repeat that. Just because a match went... This is what the kids do now. Just because... Is that how they do it? I don't know. Who fucking knows? Why would anybody... Nobody talks like that. My point being is this. Just because a match is longer doesn't necessarily make it better. Period. This was not as good as their New Japan Cup final match, was it? I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I, and um, truth be told, I'd be, I would look at a person a little bit with a little bit of a mm, really if if they came to the table with that if they really felt that. Um, I don't think there were many people that did. I think it's either either a little bit less or equal to 
I, I just don't think it was better. And that's okay. I just don't. This kind of ended out of, not out of nowhere, but it was a bit abrupt because we got to that point around sort of 35 minutes and I was like, okay, yeah, now we're cooking. We're getting into third gear here. Oh, and then it just finished. Yep. Yeah. I think that, that helps. Lead. Like, if you're going to go that long, you can do the dramatic, long, stretched out finish. Why wouldn't you? Right? Near falls, big moves. But, yeah. It kind of was just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> right? Kind of like uh, the Ishimori uh, Dragon Lee match. The one the one little nitpick that I had with that. Um, I don't you, think- you go back to that, sorry, the uh, the 2017 Dominion match, the hour draw between Okada Omega. Uh, you, you couldn't tell that that was going to be a draw because the pace that they were working at was not a giveaway. And usually, you, you know. Yeah. After the first five minutes, you can see it coming. Like, ah, oh, these these guys are going to go long. Well, maybe not so, the first five minutes, but usually like 10, 15 minutes if it's the same. Yeah, okay. You, you know, the, you're kind of like, ooh, okay, you were, we're, we're, we're pacing ourselves here. Um, right, and I think that's what makes, for, at least for me, that Dominion match with Okada and Omega so special is they went. Like, I've never seen an hour draw go, you know, an hour, at least an hour time limit match go that, that, way was that dominion that wasn't dominion i forget but you it know, was dominion. yeah okay so yeah. you know it's that kind of feeling of okay this this pace is doesn't warrant tradition i mean look you know i hate to go back to the 70s and 80s but if you had like a fucking bob Backlund hour match you were getting a headlock for half an hour just oh it would put you to sleep I, okay I, i'll put you on the spot here david yeah. what do you think of the bret hart Shawn michaels iron man match I thought it was good. I don't think it was one of those like like career like it's not like I wouldn't put it on the top 10 of of my favorite matches of all time from even from a US based promotion. I think there was there's a Barry Windham Ric Flair hour draw that I think is much better. There's a I think I want to say it was a Lex Luger Ricky Steamboat or maybe it was Ricky Steamboat well one of the Ric Flair Steamboats were hour draws were pretty great. There's a um I'm gonna say it was a. This cheats a little bit. It was like a triple threat Ring of Honor uh, hour draw that was uh, Punk and and uh, Cabana. They went an hour, right? That was pretty good. Or was it Punk? Uh, Punk Samoa Joe, wasn't it? Samoa Joe. My bad. Did I say Cole Cabana? My God. Yeah, Samoa Joe. They, those were usually really, 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 really great. Um, now there are hour draws that that. And again, evolution of pro wrestling evolve all that stuff, but. Um, you sit through some of those eighties, even Flair's hour matches. You know, like you know, going to St. Louis and doing an hour Broadway with fucking I don't know, pick a name, uh, Harley Race. You know, they were kind of fucking boring. Let's be honest, they were fucking boring. Um, but yeah, let anyway. The, the the long and the short of it is, switch it up, switch up the times, and and I think things. I want to be. I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. I don't want to be. I don't want to have the feeling going into a match. Ah, I can fucking dick around on Reddit for 15 minutes, and then I can look up when things start getting hot. I don't want that. Yeah, that was the way I was feeling as well. I just, I kind of the same with the last match, but worse. I zoned out a bit. But even so, all things considered, it was a it was a good match. Where you are, snakes wise, Damon. Um, four. 
I, I I'm like me too. Th- three three and like high three and three quarters four like in that ballpark range. I think that's where we're sitting for this one. So after the match, Okada called Sonata his great rival. He said their story is just getting started, despite Okada being six and zero. Oh. Uh, Real Forno says Sonata seems to have proven himself to be a legit draw, but he's now 0-6 versus Okada. Is the only way we see Sonata beat Okada in a G1 format? What will have to happen for that to happen outside of a tournament setting? What, what do you think this is building up to? When is Sonata finally going to get his win over his great rival? For the title? Well, he'll get a win. You, you tell me when. When he'll get a win over be? he'll get a win over Okada. He's not winning the fucking title. I I just don't see it. Would you give Sonata the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Joel? I wouldn't, but again, I'm missing that cultural context thing because he's uh, seems like such a huge star with a domestic audience. Okay. So if you're asking Japanese fans, they might say, "Yeah, of course, this guy's a huge star. It would be a terrible blunder to not put the belt on him." I I don't know. I, I think he'll get a win over Okada, but I don't think it's for a title. I just think that there's other people that are just above him in the pecking order that would be. I, I just I don't know, I, I don't. And again, it's not like he's a young guy where you know we're strapping the the, the rocket ship to him and they're going to take us to new heights. I just I just I don't know. Yeah, we, I mean, we did have a question. Gage and Lamb says, do you think Sonata's new look is the start of a major push for him? Do you think this is the end of him in LIJ? His look doesn't fit as well anymore. I feel they're slowly planning to break him out on his own. So you're not feeling that? I think that was a one-off outfit kind of change-up. I mean, again, I, I like the fact that he fucking cut his hair. And... But who... But I, no, I don't. I, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I, I think he's he's... I see. You know what I see? I see him leaving Lij. I see him with an inevitable feud with Naito. I, I, I'll tell you that right now. I see that. I, I don't. I just don't see him. I look. I think everyone would agree the next guy in line is Naito for this title. Um, and then maybe an Ibushi, maybe. But you know, aside from that, I think I think that window of opportunity for Sonata is is it's it's closed. I don't see it. I really don't. Then after the match, lights went out and we got a little vignette from Chris Jericho or the pain maker as he's now dubbing himself. So he's going to be the next challenger for Okada at Dominion. Uh, do you think this could be a plunder match, Damon? Do you think we're going to get some weaponry or, or tables involved? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. You, you know, we say we want a bit of a change of pace. I want to see Okada in that kind of match. I well, first of all, can can we take a, some victory laps here? I mean, I feel like you know we we were first to the fucking table on this one. We right? were, we were. Uh, we we threw out lots of possibilities, but I think we were ahead of the curve with the Jericho suggestion. And uh, you know, we throw out a lot of suggestions, but I think that we came up with really solid arguments as to why. Right for all our fucking criticism about having a fucking horseshit twenty minutes when 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 you when you when you you kind of spread open and you know you're looking for the fucking spot we hit the mark i don't know why i gave a vagina analogy there, <laughs> but i did no you're, you're right though i mean there weren't really what were the other possibilities 
you know, if you want a big, sexy match for Dominion, which is a show that they need usually to draw big numbers for, I think Okada versus Evil would have been okay. Okada versus White, no, too soon. I think people are sick of that. So no. all things considered, I think it's a fine choice. And I did ask a friend of the show, Kuni Saito, uh, what the reception was with the Japanese fans. He said he felt a positive vibe from the Japanese fandom. Above all, they don't want Okada versus White again, apart from him. Um so, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. It's two weeks f- apart from the Jericho Omega match. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. He had a hell of a day, didn't he? Didn't he attack Kenny Omega and then flew to Fuku- Fukuoka and then did the angle? Like, in, in a 24-hour period. Did I read that right? No, it was a video package. He wasn't in Fukuoka. Ah, uh, well, well, right, right, right. Well, I mean, the... Uh, when we... All right, I'm going to ask a favor. <laughs> Can we edit that? Because you're right. I got it confused with last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you you said Dan. What's what's the time? 2.39 on me. Okay. Where do you want to go from? Uh, just two okay. weeks out. So we're, we're going to get Okada. No, we're going to get Omega Jericho and Omega Okada in a short space of time. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you. You can pick it up. I don't know. I don't even know where we were with that. I totally fucked up. So. Bad. <laughs> oh okay. The real Forno says, "Is Gato just crazy enough to put the belt on Jericho? Mm. What percentage chance do you give Jericho here?" Well, I think again, one of the main reasons why we said this match was was good on paper was the fact that Jericho could take the fall. You know, aside from it being a fresh matchup, aside from it from Jericho. Overproducing um, at every turn, at every appearance on for for New Japan, it's not like he's shown up and the matches have been shit. They've all been pretty solid, to be quite honest with you. Um, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we can't, you can't sit here and shit on his performance. But he's a guy that could definitely look at the lights, and it's a big marquee name um, for for a big show on New Japan's calendar year. I don't think they put the title. I can't imagine. I I want to say I can't imagine. That would be how many? T- I mean, between Omega Tanahashi, Tanahashi Jay White, Jay White o- Okada. Nah, it's, no, it's not happening. Right. I mean, we're talking nice four or five title changes here. In we haven't even hit G one. I can't imagine that happening. This is a perfect. <laughs> this this is a big marquee name for Okada to get a big marquee win on a big marquee show. That's this is what this is done for, and I couldn't uh, be happier about it. Yeah, uh, this will be my fourth Chris Jericho match I've seen live in <laughs> wow. Japan. And he's knocked it out of the park every single time. Each and every time, it's been great. So I'm really excited about this one. No qualms or, or worries about quality of match, whatever. I, I like that's going to be different. It will. Uh, yeah. And, and here's the thing. I think he can still go. There are qualities that... And again, he's in the ring, but... Arguably, arguably, the best pro wrestler in the business today. So, yeah, I mean, any shortcomings that he might have physically um, are, are going to be overcome by Okada. It also, overcome by the fact that he can work a fucking match. He's pretty good at it. I don't know if you heard. Um, and no, it's a fresh, exciting challenge. Nah, I think this is a win all the way around. Couldn't couldn't be happier. 
Commando Ray says, does Jericho coming back suggest possible collaboration with AEW or is this just Jericho being free to do things out of the US? Uh, Nick Castano points out Jericho already said his AEW contract allows him to go to New Japan. But do you think this is maybe like a, a testing of the waters for possible future collaboration? I hope so. And I think a lot of the, the talk that w- when we talk to people in, in the company is, you know, it's they, the feeling of the partnership with, with Ring of Honor is an important one to them um, just because even from a pure Japanese business perspective, you know, you're not just going to turn your back on a partner like that. Um, it'll be a slow burn. I think it's even more to the tune of AEW being like, look, we want to have good matches. We want to help promote our stuff too and you know, have our people on big marquee shows and they're open to it. They're, you know, they're, this is, it doesn't seem like the people that are running the show there are have the same pro wrestling hook, you know, hang-ups that, you know, a lot of companies have. They're willing to work with just about anybody, um, you know, WWE aside. But even then, I, I, if Vince were like, oh, you can have fucking Kyle O'Reilly for whatever. I well, you know, I take that back. I don't think they would do that. Um, my point being is this. Um, I think in the long term, the more that, that New Japan and AEW have opportunities to do this, the better it is for everybody. And we'll leave it at that. All right. And let's see. We have a couple more questions here. Steel O'Neill says, do, does New Japan have a heavyweight title contender problem? White and Tanahashi just lost it. Sanada not quite ready. Naito and Ibushi occupied with the IC title. Do they need to do more to build guys up? Doesn't feel like Okada has any credible threats at the moment. Uh, similar vein, Anwar Starman says, would having a few less titles help strengthen other titles and divisions because the heavyweight division is looking quite rough option-wise for the black belt. Paul says, who do you see as a credible challenger for the IWGP title? Apart from Naito at the next Wrestle Kingdom, I can't see a genuine threat to Okada. Do you think this is a problem for New Japan? So... What do you make of the landscape uh, as far as title challenges go over the next six months or so? I mean, if it feels like you got a, a lot of people that are middle of the pack, right? Um, that it wouldn't be too difficult to heat up and and deliver to Okada. Now, I think one of the, the main reasons why Jericho was brought in was a lot of the things that was talked about there in that question, but... Even with that said, I mean, how how difficult would it be to heat up, you know, Zach, or how difficult would it be to um, heat up Naito? You know, I, th- I think people are kind of looking for him for a G one win, right? Um, once that G one happens, I mean, you got your you got your future storyline for six months, um, and I think that's what I think that's where we're going with this, right? I think that's what that's what everybody has in mind, so. Yeah, you'll have like a briefcase defense, or you'll have you know, or you know, not a briefcase defense, but you'll have uh, you know, little little secondary defenses. Nobody's you know that second half of the year, nobody's really kind of thinking that title is going to change hands anyway. Um, after G one, so no, I think uh, I think we're right on course. To be quite honest with you, I don't think I'm I'm not too concerned about that. I think they can heat up just about anybody, and um, I think if as people grow into their roles. Becoming less of mid card to upper mid card and 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 upward, I think that's the natural progression of the the company. I don't. I'm I'm really not that concerned. I think it's being. I think a lot of is being made out of. Oh, they're not fresh matchups. Oh, we've seen them beat these guys before. Look, 
heat them up. Find something to make them more of a credible challenger. Find new creative ways to get them back in the mix. That's that's the job of the booker, and I don't think there, there's I – don't, I don't have much concern with that, to be honest. All right, you just threw out a name there, Zach Sabre Jr. So let's say we want to heat up Zach for a title challenge, let's say Destruction. How about let's have Zach go out there, G1 match, and tap out Okada within five minutes. That'll do it, right? <laughs> I mean, right in like without even really trying, you you just did it, right? You just did it. It's not that it's not that hard. It's really not. It's it's and again, New Japan does a really good job of keeping people maybe not on the front burner, but keep them simmering in the back and just whoop, flip pans, and now we're ready to go. Anders says, what do you think needs to happen in Okada's title reign to differentiate itself from his historic reign? Do you think this current reign is sort of living in the shadow of that historic one? Um, he's just won the belt. Just, it, let's give it a little time. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's see where this goes. I'm sure there'll be twists and turns. And um, I mean, you, you, we can't possibly try to compare it to that historic title run we don't know where it'll stand in history of of what you know what was the defining moments or what were the what was the overall theme or feel literally just won it a month ago uh kuni saito says major title match goes to dominion best of super genius final in ryogoku is lacking a big card how about liger versus suzuki or any thoughts so we're gonna have best of super genius final probably have jay white tanahashi and Juice against maybe Chris Brooks. Do you think we need another sexy match there? Do you think you want to throw the Liger Suzuki in there as well? I mean, we could. No, what's funny is that when we hear about the Liger and Suzuki stuff, a lot of that stuff was, and again, the, the feedback that we were getting was, and I find this a little bit like hmm, head scratchy was, you know, it's like, I wouldn't want to say it was impromptu, right? But a lot of that stuff was off the cuff, right? <laughs> Is that the, the kind of like the feedback we were getting? So yeah. if you know they kind of made things happen amongst themselves, um, cool. I mean, think of that if they were able to fucking finagle their way into a program on the on that show. Uh, cool. I'd be happy with it. I don't think. Like, here's the thing: you're not wasting it because you you know you got to do this shit now. You only got six months. Six months, Jushin Liger's retiring. Think of that. Think of that. Half a year from now, Jushin Liger is retiring. So get get all the fucking programs you can in. Fine, do it now. I, I'm I'm totally okay with it. All right, I think I'm done. It's five minutes past midnight. I've yeah. got no work tomorrow. I'm knackered. I'm sorry, brother. I hate when I do that. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. I enjoyed <laughs> every minute of it, especially the 40 minutes or so crap at the start. Oh, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, in all seriousness, we do appreciate every one of you listening. Sometimes we take it out on you people. It's kind of like, um, you know, we are uh, maybe not the best boyfriends, you know? We're not the best boyfriends. So uh, we, we take it out on you after a rough day at work. So uh, we appreciate you sticking with us. So uh, we'll leave it at that. All right. Please join our discords. Uh, good stuff going on there. You will get to hear our instant reaction and takes on stuff that's going on in the live event spoiler zone, my favorite channel. You can find the link to that in the show notes. Um, you can buy one of our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash superjcast. Big thank you to editor Dan for editing this nonsense. Please visit his YouTube channel, 219 Films. 
you can subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Give us a five snake review on iTunes, please. It really helps us bump up those charts. Follow us on Twitter at the Super Jcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye. We could call this, you know, eating Jushin Liger's ass. She's famous for shit stain Nakamura. I liked her suggestion of fuckheads. Fuckheads was hers as well, yeah, the fuckheads. I would do just about anything at this point in my life, Colin. You just call me Colin. Oh, fuck me. Yep, someday you are all going to die. I think that's what you're trying to say. Also, his hands were so uh, soft. Great, I don't know. What should he do if he has bad breath, y'all? Seize the Tic Tacs. Yeah, and then because you'd have possibly gone uh, on yeah. What's your cat? What's your cat's hot take? Uh, Scampy wants to leave. I picked up a table and threw it through a fucking window. You know, it's kind of like, oh, fuck this man! And I tossed it, and the edge of the table hit the the window, and it cracked the window, and they had to get the window replaced. Anyone who actively chooses to eat ready salted crisps and ignores the the full glorious spectrum of flavors available is clearly a person with severe mental health problems. The shows are secondary. The main reason I go is just to buy crisps. For me, it'd be stop fucking eating crisps all yeah, the time. Yeah. That would be a start. Yeah, that would be a, that'd be a really good launching spot, wouldn't it? That was snack talk with uh, Damon and Joel. Yeah, we're we're, we're an hour in, mate, I and know. we've barely talked about any wrestling. She dropped her her child, <laughs> but it was you know she's like a little toddler and had her in her arms and literally plunk. <laughs> the kid took a back bump. I would say Brazzers. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Imagine, imagine us on set. Wow, he's really, he's really giving it to her there, uh, Joel. Uh, <laughs> Never mind Terry Funk. He's more like Terry Fuck. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> Man, that was a fucking rant that went nowhere. You were ranting for so long there that I was actually able to eat most of my dinner. All right, so thanks for listening to the show, everybody. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. What? Is there something else you've got to talk about? Uh...